Welcome to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast. Got Ryan Collin, your host. Bob Collin. Yo, yo, yo. What up, show? Your favorite mascot, Jimmy Dolmage. Jimmy Dolmage. And who else we got? Checking in once again from the great city of Midland, Michigan. It is Captain Jason. He's officially back. Captain Pirate Jason. He's no longer a pirate. He's kind of a pirate still. He's he's mainly healed, right? He's probably still limping. Yeah, yeah. It gets a little sore when I'm chasing after turkeys in the woods, but um, climbing the hills of Missouri. It was, uh, yeah, climbing the hills of Missouri. Um, it didn't hurt as much as my pride did last weekend, though, because I have a terrible outdoorsman story. Oh man! So, so well, let's break it down. Let's catch up with you. What, what, what have you been doing? Yeah. Send it. We obviously talked about well, your Missouri your turkey trips for the last episode, but what what else been yep. going on? I did hunt a little bit in Michigan, um, but having some action, having some encounters, just not uh, convincing them to come in close enough. But last weekend, the plan was get out the big boat, do a little shakedown trip, uh, Saginaw Bay for walleye, and it didn't quite happen like we had hoped. So Saturday, I went over with a buddy of mine, picked up the boat from the outside storage facility, and we are cruising across to go to the cabin, get a few things ready. Um, bang. Look in their side view mirror, see some smoke. Oh, I think we might have blown a tire or something. Pull off on the side of the road. Smells hot. Go back there. Blew a trailer bearing. Okay. Uh, tandem axle trailer, like 4,000-pound boat. You know, this is going to be a little bit of a situation. And when we walk back to my truck, we hear my truck uh, hissing, and there's some steam coming out from under the hood, and pop the hood of my truck, and I also blew the heater hose connector on my truck, so it had uh, coolant blasting all over, uh, or, or had blasted all over the engine and stuff, so we opened the hood, and it was just steam in our face. Um, so yeah, I was completely broke down, everything broke down on the side of the road. Where are you at right now? This was, uh, we were on 61, like just west of 75. So everything that could go wrong went wrong at one time. You were up by the cab. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, 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 by the cab. That's that's outstanding. Everything was was broke down at once. Um, Couldn't even, like, couldn't take my truck to go get parts for the boat (laughs) and then couldn't use the boat after fixing my truck right so just the whole mess was broke down on the side of the road so you just lifted the boat right and you just he manned it uh yeah i i just um i hooked a harness up to my truck put it in neutral and pulled it to the cabin oh yeah i mean obviously i mean i saw you pull that (laughs) shanty back when we were ice fishing through a foot of snow so i figured you can do that too yeah so no we had a, a good friend of ours i was about 40 minutes from the cabin a good friend of ours with mechanic skills um came over with a load of tools my dad came over from the cabin picked us up we bought a bunch of crap from the uh auto parts store in gladwin and yeah for the next several hours we proceeded to uh bypass some of the stuff for the uh heater coil and then yeah on the side of the road changed a trailer tire bearing so we were supposed to get to the cabin at one o'clock um, we got to the cabin at seven o'clock with two cases of bud light and a case of bush light nice and, and so we stayed up late yeah sucking a few pops down 
Dude, I don't even like changing bearings in a controlled setting. Like yeah. in my garage, changing bearings, let alone on the side of a highway, that's terrible. But yeah, I see it mess. all. I see it all the time. Like I see, I you know, you'll see a, a boat trailer on a jack stand, and it's missing the whole hub. Mm-hmm. Like it just yeah. straight up melted off. And that's what will happen were, if your bearings are bad. Like you can you can yeah. literally cut your axle off. Yeah. Your whole hub can so, fly so off. That when you see a wheel passing a car, yeah. So <laughs> that, that's what happened. The bearing went went to shit, and the whole thing went flying past the car. So wait a minute, Jason. That's nuts. So we've been doing now what this is episode nine or ten, and I'm pretty sure in the first two or three podcasts we talked every single one about prep, boat prep, trailer prep. Um, yeah, did, did, did pretty we? much the pretty much the whole list you were going through. I said to myself, "These will all be good things for when we winterize the boat next year." <laughs> uh, so I'm telling you, man, like That's some it. of the stuff that we're talking about in these terrible stories are they're more or less educational, right? So these are things that you should probably check because when before we went on our our trip last week, you know we we did something. Well, we changed the tires on Ryan's trailer. Yeah. And I pulled the tire off of it, and I I grabbed the hub, and I pulled it. And when I did, the whole damn bearing was like, it was loose. Yeah. And I was like, bro, what the hell? So we looked at it, and we started, and we had to to take the whole bearing apart, or the Mm -hmm. outside bearing, and, you know, readjust everything, or, or tighten it. And then repack it and mm-hmm. and put it all back together. It was like the yeah. day before we left. We and talk- luckily we did yeah. because if we didn't, we might have had a similar situation. Or you know, yep. and it's just weird stuff like that. And we and we just we come up with the strangest shit to to like to well, prep our. Well, we stuff. talked about that story in the last it's podcast, nuts. and I can tell you that I made it up north and back and no issues. But I bet I would have had issues had we not double checked it. Thank God I decided to buy new tires because I would have never touched them again. You should and say that fucker would have been wobbling all the way down seventy five. You should say thanks to your big brother because hey, uh, thank, thank <laughs> big brother because uh, he was the guy that checked it. And uh, what's funny? Pretty sure that was me. No big deal. One of the best things. One of the best things that happened when all of this shit hit the fan at once is my uh, a friend of mine that was in town and he was with me and afterwards i reflected and i go you know i can't imagine this happening with my fiance or my brother because the comments that they would have said would have increased (laughs) the blood pressure and heart rate whereas my buddy my buddy was just like on his phone just kind of like nonchalant looking stuff up for my truck when we were trying to figure out what all had gone wrong and so like he knew that my head was about to explode. So he made, he did not ask any unnecessary nope. questions. He did not make an, any unnecessary comments. It was just like, hey, I think it's this. I'll go check it. Right. As I'm sitting there, just like ready to go into cardiac mm-hmm. arrest. Yeah. So, always, he, so was, he didn't start fishing right away or anything like that. <laughs> I was going to say something like that. <laughs> you know, he wasn't, he wasn't oh. like, hey man, like, why is your truck suck so bad? Shout, like, um, shout no, out thankfully. To, shout out no, there, buddy. No comments like that. That's no a, that's always one of my big fears, though, is going on a trip like that. Or honestly, I'm probably more scared of going out in St. Clair and dealing with 696 and 94 yeah. like I did. You know, you're yeah. rolling 70 miles per hour down 696, and we all know what that looks like. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. bearing locks up. Yeah. Fuck. My, my, boat, was, not a my boat is a my boat's a 2018, 
and we went we had about an hour drive to the lake today and i what did i have in the back of the truck i had a jack i had a jack stand i had a i had a ryobi air compressor i had everything that i need just in case something goes bad on on a major highway like that like on a back road or something like that i'll make i'll you know it is what it is he's a he's a prepper though but we're actually in his shelter right now doing this podcast yeah so it, it, part got, of that, he's got part Twinkies of that, for days on the walls. Part of that is uh, like I think our I think our dad kind of prepped us like that. Well, he, I mean, we always we, had just we always we had think. junk stuff growing up though. Like we never had well, yeah, we always brand had new boats, brand new trailers, breathe life in the you stuff. know we had old junk vehicles pulling this stuff. So we wanted to you know you, you can't rely on this stuff. So you can't and you definitely can't rely on the bullshit jacks that they give you. Yeah, that was one thing. That's so the, the trailer. Reason. The trailer is a tandem axle trailer, and like I said, it's pretty heavy with the boat and all that. And there's a um, – I don't know the name of it. I'm just going to call it a, a wedge or a block that has uh, a ramp up to like a little depression. A trailer aid. I've got it for my camper. Yep. That thing's and, money. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've because never used it, but I bought that. it. That thing's expensive too. I bought it because it I was is. like if I ever have a blowout with my camper, yep. just tandem axle, I wouldn't know what to do. But there's no jack exactly. I have that's going to lift this. Six thousand right, pound camper, but yeah, that trailer exactly. is sweet. The only the only thing I would suggest you also have is a. It can even be like just a small piece of plywood or something because if the side of the the shoulder of the road is really soft, you put that down and drive on it, it'll sink. Oh. So we did have a piece of wood under there, and I that helped. Think about that. Yeah. Yep. Well, so my camper, I, my camper, I've got like all the leveling blocks and shit. Oh like yeah, that. there you go. Now so I got to put plywood things. in my truck now. Yeah, you need to get one of these trailer aids, though. <laughs> I, I, I do. I need, I, need to, I need to see what you guys are talking about. Be prepared. I need to get one. Google it. Yep. I need to Google yeah. it. I'll Google it. But anyway, it. so, yeah, that so was So you got my... to change. You got to the cabin. And then We what? got to the cabin. Um, we got to the cabin late that night, spent our time drinking and eating pizza. And then the next day, Dad said... You know, I think we're just going to hold off on the whole fishing idea, and we're going to end up getting the stuff and change all of the bearings, repack all of the bearings, and start fresh. And uh, that trailer has um, hydraulic brakes. So when you slow down and stop up at the tongue of the trailer, it compresses and it uh, closes these brakes on the back Mm -hmm. of the tandem axle. And... So we, we have all of the new stuff. So we have got two new, like, brake drums, if you will, all new bearings. And couldn't do it last weekend or this weekend, but next weekend we're just going to – I mean, with gas being how expensive it is, mm-hmm. I told him, I said, I don't mind – although, yes, we love to fish. I said, I don't mind spending some weekends, like, doing some more maintenance stuff because it is just going to be so expensive to take that boat uh-huh. out. A lot, of, a lot so. of people think about, like – a lot of people think about, you know, making sure that their boat is ready for the water and things like that, but you got to get it to the water. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. that trailer is huge. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. spend a, we spend a pretty significant amount of time every year in our prep, in our yeah. spring prep, making sure that, you know, redoing bearings. I, I, shit, I think, Brian, you probably do your bearings every year. It seems like it. It seems like it. Fuck, it seems like <laughs> so, it. Oh my god! Yeah, there's a trailer place. Um, there's a trailer place in Kakalan near Bay City, and that's where Dad went and bought some more those those uh, brakes and bearings and stuff. And when he was there talking to the person, he said, "You know, what about everyone talks about those bearing buddies?" 
and he said, well, the, the bearing buddy is okay, but a couple of things with that are, number one, it's almost impossible to figure out how much grease, how much more grease should I pump in there? That's one thing. And then the other one was, he said, if you pump that in there and water pushes out, okay, well, if water can push out, then water can probably get back in there. So that person at the trailer store suggested every year when you're going to winterize your boat, just pull it off and repack your bearings. And so that what yeah. you're doing sounds like the better way to go than trying to kind of cut corners on that stuff. Cause you're right, Bob. Yeah. Your boat could be perfect condition, but if it doesn't get there, it doesn't matter. Right. I think checking your seals, like your inner seals are, are huge too. Like yeah. inspecting that every, at the end of every year or, you know, I inspect mine just about every single time that I launch a boat. So I launch a boat, I pull the boat, I pull the trailer into the parking lot of the launch and one of the things I do is I just do a quick walk around and I look at the inside of the hub to make sure that, that inner that inner seal that I'm, I don't have a bunch of grease accumulating somewhere because that means I, I've got a I've got a bad seal or something like that. So that's something I check out just to and it's just a visual walk around that I do every single time just to make sure you know because if I do have something going on like I want to know it sooner than later type thing. So yeah. one of the things while we were sitting on the side of the road waiting for my dad to show up and then this other guy. I was sitting there, and in the heat of the moment, I thought, well, I've got a story for the podcast. Nope. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. It, it, why is it? Why is it that every time we go out, we're like, you know what? I got some content. I got some content for the terrible outdoorsman. It's like, I can't it, imagine in this amount of time how many stories of things going wrong we already have. We've got this many stories in just the nine podcasts or ten podcasts we've done. Oh, man. We're not even going, we yeah. haven't even dug into the... You know, the last 10 years. years. Yeah. 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 Like here's just a, this year since starting this. <laughs> here's the thing. We're not the only ones. Like I, I yeah. listened to, uh, there's a couple of podcasts I listen to regularly and there was a guy, he, he's got a, a brand new boat, brand new boat, brand new trailer. And he's had more problems with his trailer and, and he just got it this year. And he's had like all kinds of issues with, uh, shit, what was it that, he, that that guy was talking about? You listen to it, you know, you would know. Either way, it's a brand new trailer, like less than a year old, and he's having you know ten tons of problems with his oh, trailer, yeah. and yeah. it's like you you can't you've got to check this stuff all the time because if you're not checking it all the time, like and you just rely on the fact that it's new, yeah. it's it's gonna fail you. You know, it's it's yeah. you know a mechanical thing that's gonna fail. But hey, while we're uh, you know we got to pause here, we should probably take our um, uh, our uh, our little snort here while we're uh, while we're doing this. That's not how we call out snort. Snort. snort! Jesus Christ! Sorry, everybody. That, Sounds like somebody hit the air horn over there. No we're, shit! Is Jason got on our? That's back? why we brought Jimmy here. We brought Jimmy just to yell snort. I make noise. That's it. Oh. Future reference, Jimmy, you got to yell that way. Oh my God! So we'll, when we get into uh, our, our Winya talk, um, I had my seven-year-old son yell and snort. Oh, <laughs> nice! Awesome. Oh yeah, the very first night, the very first he, night, I heard it. I must have heard it ten times. Oh, and yeah. I was like, That's every time talk. I every time I heard it, I was pissed. I was like, God damn it! He just caught another <laughs> fish. He's caught another fish. But he Wait, why it, is he catching fish? I'm not catching anything. But he what had it down. He was like. No, no. <laughs> I mean, he had the tone and everything down. Yeah. I was, it was a proud dad moment right there. There you go. That's cool because, as we all did growing up, like 
there he goes. He's on his first trip up to yeah. Winnie, like hanging out with the boys. Yep, yep. And then uh, just while we were talking about that, we were on our way home, and we were just we were like five miles from home. And he says, "Hey, can you turn that song on as about the bear?" And I'm like, "What?" Oh, and he Ted goes, Nugent. "Yeah, Fred Bear. That's our tradition. We always listen to it on our like before we get to camp." Uh-huh. Well, he he's like, "Well, we got to listen to it before we get home." And I'm like. Well, no, that's not how it works. I said, but do you like that song? And he's like, yeah, I like that song. And I'm like, oh, man, I could cry right now. I got a tear so, in my eye. I'm so yeah, right? He wants to hear uh, Fred Bear. So. He, he did really good. Jackson did really good. Yeah. For a seven-year-old, I, he did way better than I, I anticipated. But, yeah. oh, man, Jimmy's got some stories about Here we go. About Winya, so. Here we go. No, well, so, uh, oh, man. So the – Back back to your boat story, I guess. I don't know if we ever wrapped that up. Did, did, so, boat's at the cabin now? Boat is at the cabin now, and the plan is uh, this coming Memorial Weekend, I'll be up there, my dad will be up there, my brother will be up there. Going to just pretty much go through all four tires, um, mm-hmm. or, or I should say the other three tires with the bearings, and then pull off and replace those those hydraulic brakes in the back. And like I said, just... Make sure we're good to go. Make, build so. the confidence that we're good to go. I thought you guys kept it in the water. I guess that's what that was. Um, no, we don't actually because a slip is very expensive. Well, and at so six dollars a gallon, it might not be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, for well, real. What we've done is what we've done is um, this year it didn't go like it was supposed to. But last year we had a slip in Monroe for a couple of months, then a slip uh, in Linwood for a couple of months and then, or I'm sorry, I'm saying slip a storage uh, outside storage fenced in yard for a couple oh, of okay. months in Monroe, Linwood, and then over to Ludington. So mm. you only have to trailer the boat down there, the long journey once. Yeah. And then for 25 or 30 bucks a month. Yeah. That's better than take a couple it five hundred miles. dollars. Yeah. Oh, a slip is like a slip for the summer is like over a grand. Yeah. What, what size so. boat is that? How long is it? It's 24 feet. Yeah, we had a we had a twenty four foot sea rate. Well, yeah, Dad oh, okay. tried selling it to him. Yeah, we had that twenty four foot sea rate. Beautiful boat though. Like yeah. the the trailer was trash, <laughs> definitely we trash. Found, we found out about that. We found out about that. But uh, but the boat itself and the deal itself was like it was really it had everything the cannon electric oh, downriggers and it really had everything. But it was like that was one of the things that was always in the back of my mind was like hauling that thing somewhere i'm like man this is gonna be a nightmare and uh it was always like looking around and trying to find like how much slips were down you know luna pier or looking up in you know luddington or something and it was like my god you know like what's more cost effective is is it more cost effective to haul this thing you know across the world or is it going to be better to just put it in a slip so yep all right well so let's get into Winya, right? Jason, been there. I can't wait. I, know, I can't right? wait to hear these stories. It, it was a really good time. We had beautiful weather. Um, I mean, besides Saturday, a pretty gnarly storm came through. Uh, I've got some pictures. I don't. Did I send you any of the pictures? I don't think I did. I only saw pictures when you first got up there. Oh, okay, but um, I took some pictures. But it was like this wall of like black clouds came rolling across the lake. Um, it was pretty wicked. It was a line of red coming across the state and, uh, on Saturday. But that was the only rain we saw, and it rained for, what, a couple hours? Yeah. And then after, besides that, it was it was hot. It was 70s and 80s and sunshine every day. Yeah. I mean, the, 
beautiful mornings, calm glass water, um, really not too windy. Nice. It was one day it was kind of windy, but we needed it because it was so freaking hot. Yeah. Yeah, we but, were. I was in shorts all weekend. Yeah, shorts and t-shirt pretty much the whole weekend. Maybe a yeah. long sleeve shirt here and there just to guard yourself really from the sun more yeah. than anything. But it yeah. was uh, it was kind of unseasonably warm. Like normally, yeah. we're so used to going up there and like we pack. I've got everything from snow gear to you know kind of the crap you would wear in the fall. Yeah. You know, hooded sweatshirts and stuff like that. But it was it was all. It was t-shirts and, and shorts the whole time, flip-flops, you know. It was, it's, a, it's a nice it, it, change it, of pace from the previous years where it's been rain gear, snow gear, bibs, long johns, every day, all yeah. day. We had a bonfire every night. Um, it was, it was it, a good it, weekend. And it, was, it, was, it was a good weekend. It was fun. I would say that the fishing wasn't as productive as we wanted it to be, but I would say as far as weather is concerned, you couldn't ask for better weather. I mean, there was... So the I mean, fishing for on Thursday was for me was phenomenal. Jimmy didn't get up till Friday. What time did you get up Friday? Afternoon. Uh, about like one o'clock. The thir- we did pretty good though too. Thursday when we first got out, what do you need a beer? Yeah, please. I don't have beer. So, so Thursday we got we got up there yeah, about sir. noon and got. I mean, we all convoyed up. We had what five boats yeah, together. We had five boats. Oh, um, so nice. we all pull in together, and we got a yeah. like, which is cool. But then they're like, "Oh fuck, we got to launch all yeah. five of these boats. <laughs> yeah. We got to unload goat. five trucks. Kind of a um, park five trailers. Like, kind of a goat fuck trying to get everybody yeah. launched. So by, I think it was launch. three o'clock by the time we actually got situated and got on the water. Um, and we didn't fish super late because we had to cook dinner and feed the kids and stuff. But I, Jackson and I, the first night, we caught twelve. Just the nice. two of us from, what, three to seven. We did really, really well. I think you guys did pretty well. Four too. or five, yeah. But um, Jackson caught his first pike and his first bass. Well, he, he I guess he's caught a bass before, but with some assistance. But he, he hooked it. He cast it, hooked it, reeled it in himself, and it was a big bass. Um, nice. We actually have on, I have some video on that. Brian happened to be maybe 20 feet from me. Um, just He happened to be in the same area, and we were just shooting the shit, and Jackson hooked that fish. So Brian pulled his camera out real quick, so he's got the whole cool. thing on footage of his first first fish of Winya. It was it was good. Let's talk about his first pike. How, how was that? How I, Jackson's I was, first pike? Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious about he that. He was uh, super excited. Oh, it was I, actually, I heard about it for like two days. Oh, yeah. That's all <laughs> he, he talked about. Yeah. I've got the video, and in the video he's like, I never expected this thing to be this big. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what she said. Oh, oh. <laughs> none of our wife said Not that, but that's me. what she said. No. <laughs> um, yeah. So actually, we had just. It was shortly after that because um, he caught him almost back to back. We moved to a different area, and and Brian had just started drifting away from us. And uh, I had just told him because we got into a super weedy area, and I said, "Hey, go put on a spinner bait." And he's like, "What color?" And I said, "White, tried and true white spinner bait, right?" First only color. First cast. He's he's like, oh, I, I got weeds. And I'm like, so I turn around, and I'm like, I don't think you got weeds, buddy. And he's like, all of a sudden, like, his pole's, like, bending over. And I'm like, buddy, you don't have weeds. He starts fighting. He's like, oh, I got a fish. He starts freaking out. Um, and then he's super calm when I get it up to the boat. I'm like, what the hell happened? Like, <laughs> but, <laughs> He was all tuckered out. Yeah. What about uh, him telling you to get the net every, like, 17 oh, seconds? Yeah. Every, well, time he, so, every time he hooked a weed, get the net. Yeah, get so, the net. so after that, <laughs> after that, he um, I, he didn't have the best setup. I didn't know how well he was going to do, so I just had a push button sure. reel with sure. him. And it's super hard. I had the smallest, like, 
like quarter ounce spinner baits I could find that were, you know, big enough for pike. And even reeling those, like they were hard for me to crank. So he, like every time he's reeling it in, like he's thinking he's got a fish. He's like, okay, get the net, get the net. And I'm like, (laughs) I just stopped looking. He's like, dad, get the net. And I'm like, Jackson, I'm not. Until you see a fish, don't tell me to get the net. <laughs> or he'd, he'd have weeds. He'd, he'd be bumping weeds because yeah. we were fishing pretty shallow. And he's like, I got I got one. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't, Jackson. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, all weekend. That's, that's cool. what That's what he did. And then, actually, I think it was the next night, we went to Musky Cove, do some musky fishing. Yep. Um, yep. And which he wanted to do every night because he's like, I want to catch a musky now. I've caught a bass. I've caught a pike. I want to catch a musky now. Got to go for the win you slam. Proud dad moment, right? <laughs> the win you slam. Um, so we go around the corner, and I, I'm not even set up yet for musky. I there's, I think there's, it might have been the first. No, it was Friday night. I'm not set up for musky. I got my poles out. I literally stopped the boat, and his first cast, he's throwing like a swim bait or something in about four feet of weeds. And he's like, oh, I got one. And I turn, and I just see a bunch of weeds. And I'm like, it's weed, Jackson. He's like, no, it's not. And I turn, and all of a sudden I see a white belly. And it was just, it was actually a really nice pike that just got buried into a big pile of weeds. Like it must've just hooked or hooked that, that yeah. swim bait and dove. And so yeah. he's trying to pull it up with this little push button Zepco 33 <laughs> and thinks it's a monster. It actually ended up being a really yeah. big fish. It was, I think it was a 25 and a half inch pike. It was nice. his first keeper pike. Um, nice. But I thought for sure it was weeds. So after that, yeah. like he told me every time he's like, you didn't think it was weed. You thought it was weeds that one time I caught that pike. So I had to kind of eat some crow. But I had to look every single time where I got yelled at. And it was, honest to God, every other cast that, you know, I got one. Get the net. Get yeah. the net. Oh, my God. It, it was fun. It was fun to watch him uh, yeah. catch, you know, catch a bunch of fish yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah. he'd come back and he'd be super cocky. And we caught this yeah. many fish. We caught, he, he kept a tally to the oh, fish. Oh, yeah. Too. Two, like, we caught 40 total fish. 40 between exact the two, between the two of us track. he, he did track of every single i mean normally fish. that's me though that is me i keep yeah, track yeah. of every fish <laughs> yeah. um but yeah so we got back um that first night and we got back pretty early because we were going to cook i think we got back at like 7 seven thirty, still like an hour hour and a half of daylight and he's like dad can i go fish off the dock and i'm like sure that's fine i'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna be out here i'm gonna be cooking on the grill he did not come in until dark dark yeah he was sitting there on wow. the boat casting for an hour and a half never caught anything but yep. he just kept gassing away he did that every night i don't think there he did the last night because he was whooped but yeah. <laughs> he got yeah progressively throughout the weekend which is is kind of the theme amongst he everybody was, he was that cranky you get, that last you get, day yeah you oh. get you get so beat up that you're just like at the end of the fishing trip you're just like all right i'm i'm done yeah but yeah so we didn't catch i guess the biggest pike that we caught in our boat was almost 27 inches so it wasn't any monster um but we caught some monster bass. I'll, I'll, I'll be nice. posting some of the pictures, but I'll send you some of the pictures. Um, well, some of the bass that we caught were easily four or five pounds. I mean, just oh, bucket nice. mouth. And yeah. uh, everything we that I caught, at least, I don't think I caught anything deep or even remotely deep. Everything was like two feet of water or one foot of water. Hmm. Um, even the pike. I mean, yeah, burning spinner baits right underneath the surface, um, and yeah. honest to God, a foot of water. It was it was crazy. Even with the water temp was seventy degrees or plus. Yeah, it was so warm waters. I, I just w- kept taking them in the shallows, try to get them in the bass, just to, you know, yeah, get them into yeah. something. But we were hammering pike up there, and I'm like, well, yeah, 
and we and I tried fishing deeper. I tried fishing the river channel, and really didn't see anything in the river channel. So. Yeah, I, th- I think I caught a personal best largemouth up there this year. Oh, was, really? Yeah, it had to been. Uh, uh, I might have been. Set, no, it wasn't Saturday. It was maybe Friday. I think it was Friday. It was right before we got the weather that came in, but. Um, this fish around a, like a small little reed island type thing that had, you know pops up in the middle of of that water. You know it pretty well, yep. but uh, I was I was kind of picking it apart. And it was a, an area that I don't normally fish. I was like, you know what, I'm going to go check this out. Why not? You know, I'm all about exploring new waters and things like that and new area. And got in there and I was picking it apart with a spinner bait and and wham, it just hooked up with something. I was like, God damn this is heavy and i grabbed uh I, I told the one of my daughters i said hey grab the net they grabbed the net and i i you know i finally landed the fish but i was like it was it had my it had my you know seven foot six medium medium heavy rod completely piled over i was like what the hell is this you know i i knew it was a bass and i got it in and uh you know i pull it out of the net and i was like holy shit man like not the not the it was i think it was a 21 inch i think the the largemouth it was a largemouth 21 inch largemouth wow. but it but it was it was the heaviest bass like it had yeah. a gut on it and it was just like it, it maybe pre-spawn for that right. fish and right. i was like oh my god man this thing is just it it was i mean is is one of those bass you know where it's big enough where you when you whip it you could you probably fit your fist in the mouth type thing yeah, it, was, yeah. it was just a huge bass i was like my god i think this might be the biggest bass i ever caught it's the biggest bass i've caught in recent years i know that for sure but it was like awesome it was awesome like yeah in that um that picture i just sent you was his first bass and it was 21 incher yeah, I haven't caught a twenty-one-inch bass. Yeah, that's his, that was his first bass. That, <laughs> that, that was Jackson's. Yeah, it was a twenty-one inch. That, that was his first. That's like my personal bass. I was just telling him that, that was his the, first bass. Yeah, same. It, it's like this. It looked, yeah, it looked the same as mine. Oh yeah, did you? Yeah, see? It looked the same as mine. Had just a giant I saw the one gut on the your, thing too, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that we was caught a one too. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the so bass this year, the wall, bass this year was. I know. Great. I, I honestly, it crossed my mind. It really did. Yeah. What's that? Um, Bob mounting it. Oh yeah, but what's it, Master Angler for? Uh, I think it's twenty. It might be twenty-two. You got the rule book. He's got it. Give um, me a second here. Pull that up for us. Yeah, but it was. Uh, this is one that I caught that was also twenty-one. Just, I nice. mean, there's the bass were 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 good this year. I mean, and. Normally, when it's been really cold, we've not done well with. We do really with well bass. with pike in the cold, mm-hmm. and and poorly with bass. And yeah. I, I don't think I caught a single bass last year. This yeah. year, like I, I caught a, a couple smallmouth, co- yep. I mean, and a few largemouth, and a hand. You know, yep. I don't know how many pike, but it was. Uh, I, I thought it was a great year. I thought yeah. it, it was. It was a year that I thought that it was. It was not terrible, but not great. We yep. didn't catch any really large pike. There was no. no. No thirty plus the, inch pike caught. It was, but we caught a lot of keepers. You know, we yeah. caught a lot of over twenty four inch pike. We didn't catch any pike over thirty inches, but you saw one. I did. I did. So I don't think you. We, no shit. There I don't think I, I sent you this, Jason, or I told you about this. No shit. There oh. I was. It, was. it was the last day. It was the last night, and uh, and me and my girls were. We fished a, a normal spot over on the main lake, and we were coming back. I'm looking for a new spot, and I see 
I can see a fish, or, you know, I can see a white belly. And I'm like, oh, there's a there's a fish over there. So normally when there's a fish belly up, I, I'm going to drive by it and see what the hell it is. And I drove by it and I'm like, holy shit, that's a, you know, that's a decent sized fish. So I got up in the front and I dropped the trolling motor. I was like, I want to get closer to this thing. And I got closer to it and I was like, I could tell it was a pike, but I couldn't tell how big it was. And when I got up closer to it, I was like, holy shit, this is a, this is a pretty big pike. Or it's a, it's a, a, a either a pike or a muskie. I couldn't tell at that point. So I, I got close enough, and I, I was like, this, it was belly up, and it was white. It was like pure white. So it had been in the water. It had been dead for a minute. Yeah. And uh, so I threw a glove on real quick, and I was like, I'm going to grab this thing. So I reached down, and I grabbed it, and I could tell it was a pike. It had spots on it. Mm-hmm. And I pull it up, and I had my bump board already you know, on the bow of the boat and I fold out my bump board and I throw it, I bring it up real quick and both my girls are in the back of the, they're in the back of the boat gagging. They're like, oh my God, dad, it smells so bad. It's terrible. Oh my God. And I'm like, I don't care. I want to, I couldn't smell anyway. I haven't had a sense of smell in here in like the last month anyway. So I was like, I'm going to, I want to see how big this fish is. So I put it on my bump board. No shit. 39 and a half inches. Oh wow! It was How a third. It was a thirty-nine and a half inch northern. Jesus, that was a, yeah. It was it's the biggest yeah. northern pike that I've ever seen on that water, and I was like, yeah, holy shit! And I I quickly grabbed it and just kind of chucked it overboard. But I was like, yeah. washed that glove off pretty good. But I was like, I immediately sent him a text. I took a picture. I, I and then I circled back around, took a pic, couple pictures of it in the water. Yeah. Yeah. I should have measured it. I should have took a picture of it on the bump board, but it was. 39 and a half inches. I yeah. should you not. That's insane. And I was like, that is a, that is a giant yeah. northern. So there's, there's definitely 40 um, inch fish. Yeah, so there's definitely, and that's, and that was kind of the, um, that was kind of like, kind of a confidence boost for me is that there's, there's 40 inch fish in this lake. I've been saying it for years and yeah. we just haven't seen them, but they're, they're definitely yeah. there. Yeah. I think they're deeper. But... I, uh, I looked up the Master Angler for largemouth and it's 22. 22. Damn it. Son of a bitch. So I want to back up a little bit. Terrible outdoorsman story, right? Before before we even leave the house, night before, Wednesday night, my uh, Jackson's feels a little bit warm. He's kind of got a cough. And I'm like, oh, geez. Right? So I'm just thinking, okay, it's his allergies, right? His nose has been runny. And Denise takes his temperature and... I don't know. It was like just barely a hundred. And so instantly I'm like, well, we've got one COVID test left. Let's, let's see. And I'm sitting there on the couch thinking like, this would be my luck. His first year, the night before we go up, he's going to test positive. I just fucking know it. It it, it comes back negative and um, he's still got a fever. He feels fine. He's acting fine. It's just, he's got a little bit of fever. I'm like, well, let's see how he feels in the morning. Wake him up at six in the morning and take his temperature, and it's like 99.9. Like, it's still the same. And so yeah. I'm talking to Denise, and I'm like, what What, what am I doing? Like, his, his test came back negative. And she's like, well, if it, you know, you can always get him tested up there. And I'm like, done. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if I tell this kid that he can't go on this trip, he's going to lose his mind. Yeah. He's yeah. going to lose his mind because he's just – so excited. He's been talking about it for months yeah. since, uh, since I told him yeah. about it and showed him the pictures. And I'm thinking if this isn't the most terrible outdoorsman shit, like night before for first year up there and he can't make yeah. it like that would have been terrible. So throughout I the whole weekend, like, he, he yeah. had a cough. It was just his allergies. I never, 
Um, uh, took him to get another test, but his his, his fever was gone. Like, it wasn't anything um, that night. Um, but I was, uh, yeah, it was just the whole idea. I'm like, God damn it, if he's positive for COVID, like, come on. Come on. I can't get I rid of this shit. Your, uh, I was looking through your pictures, and I saw, of course, he has the uh, the classic picture on the stump. Like oh, yeah, does. so I, so he wanted to do that. Everybody's like, you put him on the sump. You made him do it. Did he cry? And I'm like, he asked me before while we're driving up. He's like, when do we get to go on the stump? And I'm like, uh, we'll, we'll do it tonight. Well, it was pretty windy that first night. So I'm like, no, we're not going to do it tonight. We'll do it. And I wanted to do it with a crowd, right? Like, yeah, you yeah. Know, Everyone gets Bobby a and the girls the and stuff. So um, it actually ended up being, um, I think it was Friday night. It was it was actually pretty windy that night, and uh, I was trying to fight the wind in the spot that we had caught fish the day before, and I just it was so hard to control the boat because it's super shallow and there's stumps, and I'm like, yeah. it just it got to be a pain in the ass to try to fight the wind and cast, and I'm like, all right, we got to get yeah. out of here. So I'm getting ready, and I'm going to start motoring to the other side of the lake, and he's like, when are we going to do the stump? And I'm like, I just whip the boat around. I'm like, you know what? The wind is blowing right from that direction to where that shoreline will completely block the wind. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Now is a perfect time. And actually Bobby was, he was actually over there. He was just motoring like away from it. And I called him and I'm like, or no, I came driving by him and I'm like stump. So he whipped around. Uh, Jerry was there and Jerry actually recorded it. Cause he was only 20 yards oh, from nice. there. So and that's the one I, that's the video I posted on, on TikTok cool. and Instagram and stuff. And yeah, he was super excited to get on. He wanted to do it again on Sunday. And I'm like, <laughs> no, buddy. <laughs> and then um, I also saw you caught a walleye. I didn't tell you that? No, I don't I think didn't so. tell I you shit about this trip. Too. Yeah, so I'm in a foot of, maybe a foot and a half of water where we've been catching bass. And it was right after that storm came in. I just got out there. And I had been doing really well with a white spinner bait, naturally. And but I I had lost a bunch, and that's another story that we'll get to. Mm. I lost a whole bunch, so I generally I rig my spinner baits with K, uh, a Kitech uh, trailer worm, like a trailer shad. Oh, yeah. Almost, I always do it, and just from videos and stuff I watch, I, I opted to not use a trailer hook and use just the the trailer shad because they say that if if you do that, they're more likely to bite the the swim bait then the bite the blades because normally with a spinner bait the fish is actually attracted to the blade and that's what they're actually going to bite and that's why you get so many miss hooks which is why the trailer hook is so important but when you don't when you put on an actual shad they'll actually go after the shad rather than or the or the trailer worm or whatever that's on it so i was just i'm running with that theory and i was catching the shit on the fish so i'm like Okay, well then all of a sudden I started that I think it was that morning I just kept losing them. I and I was going through Kitex like they were just biting the tail off and I'm like fuck this. So I put a trailer hook on and I put the Kitex on the trailer hook. So it, it turned this oh, normal okay. bass spinnerbait into about a 7-inch, yeah. It's this huge profile and I'm, I had actually caught a couple of fish on and doing that. So I I was throwing that in about a foot of water in what we call Bass Cove and it was like the second cast when I got out there just slow rolling it. Like, honestly, slow rolling it almost right along the bottom, and all of a sudden yeah. there's just weight there. And I'm like, okay, it's got to be a bass. And I get it up next to the boat, yeah. and I just see this golden shine in the water. And I'm like, what? The, is it a smallmouth? And then I see it, and I'm like, <laughs> holy shit, that's a walleye. It was like a 22-inch nice. walleye, too. Yeah, it looked That's good. the first walleye I've ever caught out of that lake. 
Mm. I've never caught one before, and I caught it on a monster bass spinnerbait. Yeah. yeah. What he's talking about with the shad uh, off of a, a trailer hook, I, I do that on every single one of my spinnerbaits. I have a trailer hook on every one of them, and then I tip it with a shad or some kind of grub in order to extend kind of the profile. And it's just the way I do it. Big, go big or go home type it's, thing. It's, it's, it's big. It's it, a big it, profile. It does. It, it definitely But it worked. I caught bass on that, on that big that's, profile, That's too. just always the way I do it because yeah. it gives that little action to the trailer hook itself. That's yeah. the way I like it. Unless you have, like, a, a, a spinnerbait that has, like, a really elongated skirt on it that gives a lot of action towards the back end of it. And I've done it both ways. I, I both, both the girls this year, I had them rigging. You know, if they didn't have a trailer hook on it, and I have some extra trailer hooks, but at the same time, I'm like, how about we, let's split it up. Let's see how they're going to hit it, you know. Let's, you know, so I had, like, one working just, you know, with no trailer hook, with a grub or a, with a with a Kytec off of the end of the hook. And then I had another one running it with no trailer, you know, off of the trailer hook. And then I was always running it off of, you know, so that that's kind of the way I run it in my boat is like if spinnerbait's the way to go, like let's 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 pick apart the way that we're going to work the spinnerbait and see how they're going to bite that, you know. So that's one yeah. of the things that we do. But, yeah. yeah it's so I've got, I've got a couple other terrible outdoorsman stories. You guys got any stories to tell before I get into all mine? Oh, what, what for win- for that yeah, trip? For talking about winning. I had a, a hell of a weekend. I, didn't, I, think I actually did. I didn't have a. I didn't really. Well, Jimmy, we're saving yours for yeah, last. We are. Too. I, I didn't. Yeah. Don't I didn't worry about have, you. Like, I didn't have. One, I didn't have any. I'm going to knock on something here, but I didn't have any boat issues at all. All, all my of, boat ran great. All, all well, my electronics and everything, everything ran awesome. Only one no of problems. us had boat problems, and that was Tom, a uh, buddy of ours that goes up there, and his boat was sleek uh, sinking essentially. He, he was taking. He was taking on water. water. Yeah. Um, I think it was his live well plug or something he was saying was something was messed up and he was taking the water. So he, he fished all day. He just had to kick on his bilge like every half hour, yeah. I think. But he had to trailer it every night. So that was a, a bitch of it. But otherwise, uh, yeah, everybody, nobody really yeah, had any boat issues. Water. I didn't hit any stumps. What, uh, <laughs> what like, terrible shit did you have otherwise? I mean, so like, maybe the, some, like, screw, no, not even screw-ups, like, netting. So like, I had normally, a couple backlashes, maybe, but that was about it. We had no netting strips. I will give my seven-year-old son credit. He went 40 for 40 or however many fish I caught. He netted every single one pristine, way better than nice. Jimmy could have. We had a fish pop off the stringer. That was hilarious. Oh, God, dude. We had a 27-inch um, pike. We were using one of those uh, those metal clip stringers. which Nobody uses Which those. I will never use one again. So I didn't bring it. Um, Denny brought it. And what was funny is, I was like, "That's that's a good fish. That's the biggest one we've caught so far." Uh, we forgot to take a picture, but you know, it is what it is. We'll we'll get it in a minute. And then all of a sudden, he looks and it's gone. And I was like, "Well, I guess we're not getting that picture, so that sucks." <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it just popped right off, like off those clips, man. It just opened right up and the, let the, fish the way off. that we were taught to stringer fish i don't know who taught us this and why we started doing it but we started pushing them through like if you're going to keep a pike like you're going to keep it you're, you're going to kill the fish we would punch it through the through the the top bill of the bite through the nose the hole pike. Right? yeah well so on a pike like they have like a kind of an indentation on either side of like the top part of their nose yeah. right so we would 
on either side of that, you can take a stringer and you can punch it through. And you go through the top lip and the bottom lip, and you run it all the way through. Peter's, that way. Peter's instead losing of losing their fucking mind right now because you're hurting that fish. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how much does it hurt when it goes in the hot oil? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how much does it hurt? When it hurts my belly when, real when, good when I'm digesting that <laughs> son of a bitch. But yeah, so we punch it right through the bill, and that way. Like one, the teeth can't fuck with it. Right? Yeah, so sure. the teeth can't tear up the stringer. We always we always use like the rope stringers anyway. Yeah. We don't yeah, use I have the one clip, of those too. The, the yellow the, ones, the right? clip ones. Yeah. I would. I don't so know that. I know a few how to years back, my, a few years back, my father in law and Dave were up there, and they had the money fish on a stringer. Yeah, and I think it was almost a thirty incher, and they were just they had it offside the boat, and I think they were just just tro- they just troll around. That's all they did. They they don't even really cast. And sure as shit, they lost every fish they had on that stringer. <laughs> and that was the money fish. And because we hadn't measured it yet, didn't count. We, we didn't even know that the fish existed. Measured. Right. Um, so I got to go. I got to back up a little bit for my story. Okay. My terrible outdoorsman. Have I heard and this yet? You have, yeah. Oh, okay. But it's more of a saga now that I think about it because it's like you can't make this shit up. So Jimmy and I took my son out to Woodland Lake and uh, we were he noticed that something was messed up with his rod tip. And so once we got back to the house, I think it was that next day I was looking at it and on the tip of his rod, the guide was completely gone. It was just the metal ring. It didn't have a guide in it. So I'm like, okay, shit. Well, the rod is like a medium light action and I wanted to get him something heavier. So I went to Dick's and just bought like a cheap bait caster style rod just so he could have something a little heavier. Um, take up to win you, right? There's, so there's one broken rod. That's where the saga goes. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> There's one broken rod, okay? So then uh, I have my St. Croix Mojo Muskie rod. I think I told that story where I had a broken guide on that. Uh, I talked about that last week. Yep. So I got a broken guide on my Muskie rod, and I find that about four days before my trip. Luckily, my dad's willing to lend me mine because I can't get a new one in time. There's two broken rods in a, in a couple days' time. So then we get up there, and... I'm trying to give Jackson as much room as possible because I, my rod holders go vertical in front of my motor housing oh, yeah. and with his casting and he's casting it really good, but like he was hitting the rod. So I had most of the rods up front with me and I put a couple that I wasn't using down on the floor. Oh no. So I have a brand. You don't have to go any further. <laughs> I, have a, I have a brand new rod reel set up that I just wasn't using because I wanted to restring it. I was going to put fluoro on it because Bobby and I were talking about putting fluoro on one of our rods because sure. another guy does Give it. Give it a try. And I had yeah. it laying down on the boat. And That's some, a six-gill rod. It's a six-gill oh, rod. No. Very That's nice setup. Beautiful rod. Uh-huh. And so I think it was like Friday. I went to go grab it because I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to restring it yet. But it's, it's a lighter action, so I like it for working like X-wraps and jerk baits and stuff. Mm-hmm. I go to grab it, and the about six inches of the rod tip is just dangling. <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there dangling. And I'm like, well, fuck. Oh, well, no. fuck. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. That, so, he's, so that's, he's broken three rods this year. Oh, no, there's more. So what kind so of warranty does six so, scale have? So that's, that's rod three. I'll, I'll go into that. So All that's right. rod number three. It's maybe 30 minutes later, and we're fishing along a shoreline, and Jackson's trying to be like Dad, and he's casting along the shore. Well, he ends up casting about 30 yards up the bank. Like, <laughs> like he's on top of the, uh, of, of the hill along the shore. And 
So I'm like, and I'm fighting the wind at this point. So I'm, I'm just yelled on, like, just give me the rod real quick. So I get the rod and I go to like, just, I reeled up a little bit and it's caught. And I just go to like, literally just pop it. I don't even give it much force. And the rod breaks right in half. It's a two piece rod and it just snaps right at the connection. What Dude, rod was that? The, the one I bought at Dick's. Oh my God. And literally the other piece, I don't even know where it went. It, it's in the lake. <laughs> I couldn't find it in my boat. I have no idea where the hell it went. It sunk to the bottom. So, I looked around. I couldn't find it. I have four I've, broken rods sitting on my porch right now. I've never. I did see I've one never, of them when I was there earlier today. Yeah, I've never broken a rod. I broke four. Period. <laughs> I broke four in about like, a week. I mean, I, I've, I've bent some eyelids, eyelets, and shit, and like you know, it's well, you, you mess a rod up here or there, or mess up some mm-hmm. cork on it, or a reel seat or something. But like, I've never actually broken a rod. So luckily, I brought. <laughs> My other son's rod, which is identical, I bought a matching setup. So he had another rod to use, but I was real yeah. leery because I'm like, if this one breaks, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Like, yeah, yeah. Be very gentle with it. Oh, so man. It, it's all learning stuff, though. So next year, next year he'll be in a little bit different setup. I, yeah. I would assume. And so we, I. So those two, the I'm not. I'm, I'm just going to replace the ones that, that of his rods that are broken because there's no warranty claim. It's even yeah. worth it. The St. Croix one, I filed my claim the other day because um, it's out of warranty because it's only a five-year warranty, but it's 70 bucks, and they'll send me a brand-new rod. It's 250 yeah. bucks for it normally. Definitely They're going to give me a brand-new one for 70 bucks. I filed that claim. Six Gill, they, um, they have a warranty program, but it's only for manufacturer's defects, so I don't uh, know if they're going to cover it or not. I filed the claim. Yeah. Um, if they don't, I don't, I don't know. I might go with another one because they have the same program. We'll I think just it's send around them the link to this podcast and maybe they'll do it. Yeah, I would. I hope they take care of it. I hope they back their product, <laughs> even though I'm if sure they, it was, you know, any, one of our faults. Any, but. any major rod manufacturer that doesn't back their product right. and at least help their customers out in some way, some form yeah. or fashion. Well, they have a setup where just you go can to buy. Saint, just go to Saint Croix. Maybe. You can buy another rod. You can buy a replacement rod for forty bucks. But then it's like a ten dollar tube fee, and then there's shipping and handling fee. And at the end of the day, it's going to be sixty bucks. Well, I. I bought that rod when they did one their buy one get one sales for probably eighty oh, yeah. bucks. So yep. it's like, uh, is it even worth? I it did that, that for, uh, I did that for some spinning reels last yeah. year, or two years ago, where it was buy one get one. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that was wow. It, yeah, it was a weekend for me. It really was. I'm gonna start and calling I've got, you Bill Dance. And I've got another terrible outdoorsman story that it literally makes me sick to my stomach, but. So, I mean, overall, Winya was a success. It really it, was. It really yeah. was a success. We had a we had an awesome time. We did our, our annual fish fry. Um, I think the, the winning pike was actually 29 like, inches. Yeah, 29 inches. Like, normally it's over 30. Who won that? That was Bob. My, that was, my father. Okay. Yeah, her, nice. his father-in-law. Nice. I think the winning fish was 29, 29 and some change or 29. And and we did our, our normal or annual fish fry, which turned out great. We, you know, everybody gathered up and we had good weather for it. Yep. And, you know, we had a ton of fish and we, we you know, we, we fried up a bunch of fish, fried up a bunch of French fries and stuff like that. You guys left for that. Yeah. Um, but it, it was fun. Losers. In total. Listen. Total losers, but we had a we had an awesome time doing that, and um, 
you know, it was just it was all the the normal traditions that we have with that trip. That's what that trip is. It's all about traditions. Sometimes we catch fish, but most of the time we're going to hit all the traditional marks that we do, which is the fish fry, the bat, you know, the lookout, the you know, the the Jackson got on the a stump. stump. Yeah, you know. he did. He got on a stump, you know. Yeah. So it was it was it hit all the marks. And we had great weather to do it in. Um, it was, like I said, to... unseasonably warm. Like even my girls, which which are they're a little bit fair weather fishermen. Like they like the they like the heat. They were like, Dad, I kind of like fishing for pike more in when it's yeah. colder. <laughs> I was sure. like, I totally agree. <laughs> I totally agree. We I was like, but to... hey, I'll I'll take this warm weather in in my shorts and my flip flops yeah. right now and. Uh, you know, it was relaxing. It was a relaxing trip, and that's kind of what it's meant to be. It's meant to get out there and get out there with the kids and get them fishing and have them enjoy it. So for Jackson to see, that's probably the best he's ever going to see. Uh, you know, not ne- when he not when he fishes with dad ne- next year. Booyah. Next year, <laughs> well, he's going to fish the same way next year, right? But it, it could be twenty degrees colder. Well, hopefully his dad yeah. won't be breaking a ton of rods. <laughs> that's fair. But hopefully his that's dad fair. doesn't break all of his rods. And, and that's the thing; uh, like, he can he, actually fish. So when I when his rod broke, well, actually, uh, uh, when my rod, I found my rod broken. He like got super upset and like like he was going to start crying, and I'm like. Don't cry. He's like, so he's thinking I'm going to yell at him because, like, he did it. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, did you break it? And he's like, no. And I'm like, well, I don't know who broke it. I said, I might have broke it when I was netting one of your fish or something, you know? Like, yeah. You could have stomped who, on it to who sweet knows? ground. I said, so I, I oh, said, don't man. worry about it. It's oh, replaceable. Our dad would have thrown us oh, overboard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. He'd go out there and get that wrist. But even when, when his rod broke, too. He was super upset, and I'm like, "You didn't do it. I broke like you cast it up the shore for sure." I said, "But I'm the one that that popped it and broke it, so don't worry about it." He was fine, but so we do need to eat some crow though, because we talked about it for like three podcasts that we were going to record podcasts up there. Oh my god, yeah, we were going to do a live podcast up there, and we definitely brought we brought everything, and it just, I mean, it was such a busy four days, and it went by so quick, and before we knew it, I mean. It was Sunday, and we're doing the fish fry, and and doing it at night wasn't possible because we were half in the bag by the time we got back to the. Oh cabin. my god! Yeah, and, you know, we we would. I mean, it was I like, like a normal podcast. I think. Well, I think because the the weather was so nice, like we started drinking at noon because it was hot and the cold yeah, beer we sounded were, so good. We're cracking your first beer at noon, yeah. and then you go out and you do the evening fish. By the time you came back, made yeah. dinner and everything, and then there's a fire going on at yeah. somebody's cabin. We had the whole yeah. place. We had about yeah. twenty people up there. So twenty three. We had twenty three people winning, up there. The winning so fish was, was two hundred and thirty bucks. Everybody put in ten bucks. Oh. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. it, you know, every so. single night was like jam packed and like we want we wanted to originally get a podcast done up there, but it was like well, honestly, oh, I we, I expected Jackson to not so busy. I guess I expected him to not do as well as he did. I expected him to not want to fish as hard as he did. So I thought they'd have more time. Like. We'll take more breaks. We'll come in like in the yeah. afternoon. Yeah, no, that kid didn't let me. Like I remember that. I think it was the second night. Like he did not want to come in, and I was like, "Buddy, we got to go in and cook dinner." Like because I think, I think we are all eating together um, with my mom and dad and stuff. I was like, "We got to go in and get dinner going." He's like, "Well, can we come out after dinner?" And I'm like, "Or come back out?" And I'm like, "Yeah, maybe." Well, yeah, he made me own up to that. It's, you know, half hour before dark, and he's like, "Yeah, you said we could go back out," and I'm like. 
Go get in the boat. Let's he, go. He's just spitting when image. I was, uh, spitting image of his dad. I love it. One hundred percent. I was a little kid, and we'd be out fishing all day. Or, okay, all morning, I should say. And I can remember we would go up to Higgins Lake, and we would troll for lake trout, and we'd troll for hours, and we wouldn't have a bite, not even a bite. And we get there, you know, at daylight, and Dad would be like, "Okay, well, we're gonna start packing it up," and I would end up crying. <laughs> and he's like, buddy, we didn't catch anything. <laughs> like, well, let's go home. <laughs> That's a true fisherman right there because it's not right. about the catch. Yeah. So so to yeah. kind of round out to kind of round out that that trip, you know, it was the last day. I want to say, yeah, it was the last day we did the fish fry. Mm-hmm. We were, I think we were right in the middle of the fish fry or just got done with the fish fry or something like that. And uh, I went down to my boat to... I think it rained that morning or something, or I, I wanted to go check on my boat for something. I was, so I went down to my boat, and I check it out, and, you know, I look over at the dock next to me, which is a long kind of common dock. Like, it's a, it's a dock that's used by every, you know, anybody can use it. Normally, like, if there's a pontoon boat, they can, they can you know, put up on it or something like that. Or, and there's a couple of campers that people rent out up there, and... Um, I look over at the dock and I see a fishing pole and a tackle bag. All right, bag. stop. Uh, no, no, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Hang on. Wait, 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 wait. Shush, before shush. we dive into this. No, we're, no, 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 no. We no. got other things to talk about before no. we get to that. We're not we, there we yet. Jump right we're into not there this. yet. We're oh my jumping God. right into it. And so I look over and I see a tackle bag and a fishing rod there. And I see the fishing rod and I recognize the fishing rod because I have the same one. So I was like... Oh, I know mine is in my rod locker. So I'm like, that looks like Jimmy's. And, <laughs> you know, so I, I, I get out, I climb out of my boat and I go up to the shore and, and there's another one of our buddies up there. And I ask him, I'm like, Hey, did Jimmy and those guys leave? Keep, I was in pen conning by the time you found And so, so he was like, <laughs> so, he, so he was like, I was like, Hey, did Jimmy and those guys leave? He's like, yeah, I think they left. So I went down and I look at the rod in in the tackle bag and I'm like, that's definitely Jimmy's tackle bag and yeah, rod. So yes I grab it, it. I grab it and I bring it up to the uh, I bring it up to my cabin, bring it up to my cabin and then um, I look at my phone and I see on my phone I see a text from Jimmy that says, Hey, we had to leave. We don't want to get home by eight o'clock at night or something like that. And I'm like, Oh Losers. shit! Oh shit! He left. <laughs> This motherfucker literally just left, and he left his fishing pole, thousand dollars, and 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 all his tackle sitting on the dock. And I'm like, I'm just kind of rubbing my my hands together, like, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like, where's Ryan? Where's Ryan? I don't even know where you were at that point. I was like, I got, he has to see this because as soon as he sees (laughs) this. I know exactly what he's going to say. So I, yeah. I, I wait a little bit, and eventually I run into Ryan, and I'm like, hey, go check out my new rod and, my new rod and uh, tackle I got sitting at my, at my uh, cabin. And he sees it, and he was like, it took him a second, but he was like, oh, shit. He's like, he's like, he's like is that his shit? And I was like, yeah. He was like, he was like, Oh man, we gotta fuck with it. You I guys, like, yes, dicks. yes, yes, we do. And I was like, so, so simultaneously, so Jimmy's texting me saying, "Hey, I think I left my rod in my bag on the dock." So let's let's. So let's snap, no, I'm not even gonna let you talk yet. So <laughs> you haven't so, earned the right to talk yet. So 
So I, I immediately go into, you know, the military in me is like, how can we fuck with him? What can we do? And I'm like, man, we, we need to like, we need to fill this up with, fill this whole like tackle bag up with like pine cones. And, and, <laughs> I haven't even and, checked and, like, the bag yet, or so something, you know, like, like, He might have actually done that. I don't know. He said he was going to shit in it. He might have done that. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, oh man, somebody needs to take a dump. It, it rode in, in my truck. And put it Son inside of, of his... Yeah, like we need to we need to mess with this in some way, form or fashion, and we and we wound up. I don't think we did anything. We, no, we didn't do anything to it. But, I didn't uh, do anything to it. I don't know what you <laughs> I, did I, to it. I didn't do anything. I gave it. I gave it to you because I'm going uh, on he record. lives a lot closer to you. So if there's anything like, wrong with it, it I'm just saying I didn't do it. That's good. All right, tell your side is. So story. what's your side? Well, I wasn't ready to dive into this yet. But Too bad. So okay. I got, so I got to go all the way back now because I wasn't expecting it to come from this angle. We threw so, you off. Yeah, you did because I was. I knew exactly how I was going to bring all this up. You were trying to sell it in a good light. And there I, ain't I, no well, good light. So I, in my defense, there. I mean, yeah, I, I do have a little, a couple things going for me, but they're still terrible outdoorsman type stuff. This so is why ago, you're our mascot. So years ago, my first time coming up, and it was the same date as uh, this this year that we went up. It was fucking freezing, but I didn't think it would be freezing because it was warm at home, and I go up in shorts. And still to this day, I get made fun of for that time that I come up in shorts. It was literally like 30 degrees. Everybody's wearing snow pants. And I froze, but it wasn't at home. Hold on, hold on. You're wearing shorts and like combat boots or something fucked up They were probably work boots, but that's just me, so. That's just. Except for now, now I'm crocking rolling, so. No comment. Um. This year, I didn't bring shorts. I brought one pair of shorts, and it was to sleep in. I brought three fucking hoodies, two winter hats, and a coat, and and then a, uh, a wind jacket, because I was preparing for the cold, and I was not expecting it to be 85 degrees up there. <laughs> so that took me off guard. So You're that was my first. Tan these Dude, days. I got so burnt up there just on the first day. That I got sun poisoning and I got sick. So you were a tomato that first dude, day. Dude, my shins were like blood red. It was so bad. And then my face and the back of my neck and all that. Um because you know, I like I said, I brought coats. I didn't bring sunblock. You should have put the coat on, <laughs> I put the coat on. <laughs> to protect you from the sun. <laughs> I didn't bring any aloe. I didn't bring any of that. Which, sunblock, which next aloe, year, nothing. Next year, I promise I'm going to bring I'm going to bring sunscreen and I'm going to put them right next to the snow. It's going to be 35 degrees so, and cloudy, so yeah, you don't yeah. need it. It's so. going to go right next to the snow. I, I pack for so. all eight seasons. You have Michigan. to, yeah. apparently. There's not. Four, well, it's funny though. Like eight. it was hot as hell, and then that storm came in, and I was fishing in a, a rain jacket and a sweatshirt. Yeah. That last uh, that that night because it it dropped like 30 degrees. But so go on. I got burnt on Friday, and then. Uh, Saturday morning, I ran to Walmart and I got the sun protecting clothing, the long sleeve shirt. You know, I borrowed a hat from you and, uh, you know, got sunblock from your dad. You guys all took care of me like I was the homeless kid at camp. So <laughs> that is every year, every year we're taking care of this dude. So, um, but by the time Sunday came in the morning, I was good because it was still really cloudy from when it rained. But then that sun came out and it started beating on me and I just started getting dizzy. I got real sick. I just felt right had like crazy brain fog, couldn't focus worth the shit. And we're getting the boat. Uh, we finally get the boat on the dock and we're 
were getting ready to go, and I, I took my stuff out of the boat and put it on the dock, which I don't even know why I did it because everybody else left their stuff in the boat because we were going to just take the boat up and then get it out of there at the trailer, which I didn't do. Um, and then... Uh, You're not going to blame this on your son poisoning, are No, you? this time I'm going to blame it on Brian. So. <laughs> that's, that's better. That's better. So, I'll allow that. So, well, it wasn't even Brian. Um, it was the guy who was with. Uh, we're, oh, we, David. We, we get we get the stuff. We get the boat pulled up, and already like we're not even pulled up, and they're like creeping up, like they're ready to back in. I'm like Jesus, he's gonna Ooh. hurry and get his shit. So like my, I then wanted to get out of their way because they looked like they were in a hurry to get out. Completely forgot I left my shit on the dock. So we leave. No There's no way to turn around, so we just left from there. And then I, you know, I fall asleep immediately. I, I, I had to have slept for like an hour, an hour and a half or whatever. And I shoot from a dead sleep just thinking, fuck. <laughs> I don't remember getting my shit off the dock. <laughs> and I ask the guys, I go. You I go, definitely did. I go, <laughs> I, go, I go, did we put, I was like, do you guys remember if we put my fishing pole and my bag in the boat? And they're like, no, I don't remember if we did, but we had to have. I was like, no, no, no. We, we were very careful to make sure that my stuff was the first to get out because we're dropping mm. me off first. I was like, if you guys don't remember doing it, I mm. definitely don't rem- remember doing it, which just means we didn't do it. So at this point, are you more worried because you lost your stuff or the ridicule you'll get from oh, us? No, well, I mean both, which is, which is sad. Um, <laughs> I totally should have pooped so, in the box. <laughs> so immediately I call Ryan. All his trays. I call Ryan hoping for some relief. And this guy goes, oh, shit, you left it on the dock? Dude, I sold Dude, it. Ask goes, him. I'm on the phone with you. I even walked goes, over to yes, the dock. We had it completely I, made, sold. He, yeah, because My you paused and everything. I, and I so, literally walked from his cabin. I was standing in front. I was three I, I, feet. I was there when you took the I call. I was three yeah. feet from your bag when you call me. I'm <laughs> trying not to laugh. And I even I literally even walked over to the dock. Nope, buddy, it's not It's not here. And I, I just want to go on record. I never lied to you. Even I answered my, every question. You did. And I did not say, because every question you asked me was like, is my bag on the dock? Nope. I was not so disoriented from being sick. And then too. you were like, you text me and you're like, do you have my, my bag? Don't mess with me. I don't have it. Nope. I don't have it, man. <laughs> it's because it was at Bob's. <laughs> nope. I don't have it. So, I, I would have totally messed with you. I would have so, totally fucked But here, listen. <laughs> You, you you told me that it was windy and it might have blew my shit off the dock. My bag's like 45 pounds. So I was like, so immediately I was like, me being in the state of mind I was, I'm like, God, I hope not. But, but the guys that I'm with, luckily they're on their shit still. And they're like, they're like, no, the wind definitely didn't blow it. They're like, are you sure that these two wouldn't mess with you? And I looked at them. I was like, in a fucking heartbeat, they would mess with me. Are you serious? And then they're like, well, then they have your stuff. And I was like, but still, I got to know. And I, I like I felt sick, like just like 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 anxiety sick because everything like everything fishing related that I owned was left on the dock. It was literally <laughs> everything fishing in his life his was all on that Years. dock. And I got a hold of it. And then so we go out to eat. I don't eat much. I'm just thinking about my fishing stuff, and, you know, I'm all sunburnt to fuck. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try the I'm gonna try the woe is me card on Uncle Bobby, which is your guys' dad. Um, and, you know, he's he's worse than you guys in a way. He's, mm-hmm. he's meaner than you guys for <laughs> sure. But he couldn't contain his laughter. And then, he, oh, and Ryan told lie. me that there was some dude... <laughs> 
trapping for crayfish. <laughs> that's legit. Dude, that's legit. There was really a dude at the dock that morning. As you was, were muskrat. No, he, no, no, he was trapping he was trapping well, muskrats. Yeah, yeah. At the time yeah. we didn't know. So this dude just this dude just pulled, comes out of nowhere. And my dad, he he had called me because I was like a cabin over, and he like points, and this dude just like walking all around our cabins. We're like, "What the hell is this dude doing?" And and he looked like he had like crayfish traps in the back of yeah. his truck. So somebody was like, "Oh, he's probably setting crayfish traps." Well, and I'm when like, you told me that, I asked That's the guys. Weird. I'm sitting at some diner in Pinconning eating chicken strips, and I was like, I was like, "Listen, guys, this this sounds a little weird to me." I was like, "People don't." trap for crayfish in michigan right like that's not a thing right no, that's it, like, it, a, it's yeah, like a louisiana thing it 100 percent is a thing but yeah, yeah. so michigan? he was yeah huh. yeah jason is it real um it is it's not as big of a deal as it is down south for like crayfish boils and stuff but there are people that they do trap for crayfish that's something know? we ought to get into then no we should not <laughs> <laughs> this dude like he he trapped 20 something muskrats yeah. out of there dude they yeah, were everywhere the though oh, they were yeah. everywhere i've yeah. seen at least four yeah like, but yeah well i know they started uh heidi was saying that they started hire, hiring this dude because the beavers were like messing up the docks or something beavers like that. and muskrats were yeah. fucking with all their stuff but, so yeah so after that where we were uh <laughs> after i tell you my dad the, oh, my, yeah, my yeah, dad yeah. was messing with yeah, you so i call your dad and he just starts like at first he went with it and then i started to like call out things that you said that were ridiculous <laughs> and he just started laughing a little bit harder than he should have which i mean it's your dad he gets yeah. to laughing but but i knew and i was like seriously <laughs> This <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah, edit yeah. that out. Yeah, um, nope, I'm so, leaving that. <laughs> yeah. So he gets to laughing really, really hard, and I go, Uncle Bobby, seriously, that's everything I own. I don't, oh I don't God. have anything else. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, he, he finally caved, and he's like, yeah, they... They have it, but I wasn't supposed to tell you. And then I called him, and he he did the same thing. That's I will say, of, that's I will say, that's... Bobby did the same exact thing after I so called. I'm the him. only one that never well, caved. Well, I, I, I mean, I told him to I jig us do... up. Yeah. I did call him, and I was like, "All right, listen, your dad already squealed," was like, <laughs> which he didn't. He didn't, but it was like kind of my yeah. tactic there. I was like, "He already gave it up. He yeah. squealed." You you could like, you probably could have beat me on that. So what? The tone in your voice, I could tell. I was I was so worried. I was like, "Oh shit." I was like, yeah, my dad gave it up. And, so I was and like, Ryan okay. didn't cave all at right. all because I was like, dude, I feel sick to my stomach. I got to know where this stuff is. And he's like, dude, I don't know. That's rough, man. Yeah, hopefully, so you cost a lot to replace all that. Hopefully, he's like, hopefully it's in the car somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yep. That's the one thing you don't want to do is leave yeah. your, your fish. I called the wrong and... guy first. I oh, really 100%, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I, you know, I thought about that as we were driving home today. Because I didn't put my bag in the truck, and I thought for a split second. I grabbed because, it, yeah. I know, but like I didn't physically oh, do it. Oh, you did the same thing today. So I'm just thinking, like, as we're on the road, I'm like, did he put that my bag in the truck? And I just it came across my mind. I'm thinking, like, what the fuck would I do if I lost my entire musky bag? What would it cost me to replace that? And I don't even know how to put a number. Call on your that. insurance company. When you start thinking know. about that, you get sick. It's it, honestly, I'm like, there's I think I probably just, grand I'd probably give least. up musky fishing. Yeah, honestly, I don't think I'd be like, fuck it. I, it took me too long to yeah, acquire those it's a lures. Lot of money. Yeah. Nope. Oh my god. Well, I, I definitely, I funny. definitely wanted 
to fuck with you in some way. Like I, that was my main goal. Was like that was okay. pretty mild though. Oh, like oh, we could have, we could have oh, been for worse. sure. I was like, for okay, sure. okay. He left. It. He could have pooped it on in the your bag, man. <laughs> I, I felt like I got off easy. For he sure. he left it on the dock. There's no way in hell I'm gonna just leave it. There. Oh no, for, for one, sure. like for I'm, sure. I'm gonna take care of it. Like, but absolutely, yeah, big old butt. If I wasn't big so, old booty, it wouldn't so, have happened I'm, if I I'm wasn't going so to, sick from the sun. Though. I was like, the, the, I'm not, I'm not accepting that. I'm blaming I'm not, it on I'm that. I'm not accepting. I'm running it, with it. It's a I'm hill. I'm the willing mili- to die the military in me wanted to poop. all I got. The yeah. military in me wanted to poop in your back. <laughs> oh my god! So, <laughs> do you have any other terrible outdoors right, wait, stories? Wait, hang on. Let's. I, want, I wanted to talk about yeah, other stuff. Dude, do we? I didn't even talk about any of your fishing. Like, we literally talked about the last day, the only day. A couple. Our pre-Winya Trip podcast that we did, we talked about uh, lures, the lures that we thought were going to be our go-to lures, uh, which I'm very proud that my number one lure, which was the black and white Daredevil. It's the only thing you threw. It slayed. It's the only thing you no, threw. No, 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 no. All, well, two out of the three were, were, were money. If you, But everybody else on the boat also threw the uh, black and white, and we were just slaying with them. Um, and then my, uh, what, what do you mean by slaying? You guys caught like, we uh, caught like a fish, two and a half fish. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> two and we, a half. Well, we rolled in we that, crushed it. We, we pulled like in three that fish over that three Bobby days. You, you guys, earlier. you, did you guys do good? Though? Oh yeah, we did. You guys we, did we good. Caught, did, like, uh, did your buddies have fun though? Oh, like, they want to come back. That that's, yeah. that's awesome. No, man. they're 100%. Like I could give two shits on, yeah. on anything else on my whole goal when it comes to the winning stuff. Is like, do they want to come back? If you don't want to come back, like the first we, thing we, they set, said, we set you up wrong. But like, is though they were good dudes too. Denny, yeah, yeah, Denny, yeah. and what was the other guy? Greg, said? Greg, yeah. yep, solid, good solid guys, super nice guys, and um, and good people. You know, yeah, we, we'd yeah. love to have you, have them back too for sure. They uh, they said if if we could have them back, they would love to come. And next time we're gonna stay uh, for Monday because we don't want to miss the fish fry. Um, well, the goal was Saturday, but then Stormageddon rolled in. Yeah, and it was, and, and that it. wind on Friday, that wind killed our battery with the trolling oh, motor. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, fighting against was, that wind, there was no way to get out of it. We actually went and bought an extra battery just in case it happened again on yeah. Saturday. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, we did really well on fishing. Um, they they seemed at least for us. I mean, you said you were hitting them in like a foot of water at times, and, and so did everybody else. Everybody else was saying the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I fished a couple different depths. I went, I went, I fished the channel, I fished six to eight feet of water, and I just I never even saw anything. We Unless trolled I the went channel. Shallow. Most of the stuff was super shallow. That I I, caught too. I did mess up on the one of the lures that I said I called it a savage gear. Remember, I said it was a jointed mm-hmm. pike. Savage doesn't make a jointed uh, pike; it's a straight piece. It's actually made by Weston. Um, I just oh, thought it was savage. Yeah, I, I trolled that in the channel, and that's where I caught my 27 incher. Mm. Um, and so, like, but everything seemed to be coming from deep because, um, because, like, we seen a couple come up at the boat, and they just came straight up. So it, it seemed like as the water temperature went up throughout the weekend, that I started catching smaller pike in in the mm. areas that I target, which are generally the shallows. I'm I'm a I'm a shore busser. That's yeah, what yeah. I do. Yeah, I love hitting the shore. I love hitting structure, and I love hitting like. Like, especially up there, I love hitting, like, the stumps and things like that. And it, it definitely seemed like it, it shut, it, it kind of closed down. Like, the bigger pike were, were going to be caught in deeper water, so. Yeah. It was still a blast, though. It was a good time. Yeah, it was yeah, great. It was an awesome trip. It, it, it went honestly, by so was, freaking fast, though. It was Jay, better Jason, fishing. we got to get you up there next year. I know it. 
put it on your calendar. We already have the dates lined up. Put it on okay. your calendar and just make it happen. What date are we going for? Yeah. Jason May, was May a blast okay. up there, man. I'd love to have you up there again. He's the only one that caught any damn fish. Yeah. He's the only sweet one brown. I will fish. contest. I, I played sweet brown every single time I fished Muskie Cove, and it didn't gotcha. produce anything. But I tried. Hey, sweet Don't and you sweet browns for shit. And we might. Well, go ahead. Ooh, whoa, 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 whoa! What did you say, Jason? What? Wait, what did you say, say, Bobby? I said that sweet brown is full of shit. Can you turn my mic up? It sounds like turn it off. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I said uh, you can't go into Muskie Cove go. and play a sweet brown and expect to catch one. Yeah, you just, I just wanted That's to dance. I just wanted to dance. So well, that's probably how you broke your ride. May 4th. Okay. Yeah, next year we're doing it like a week or two early. We're doing because it the, the Mo- weekend before Mother's Day. Yeah. yeah, Mother's Day falls on the 14th, which is this weekend. Right. It's goofy because of Mother's Day. So we try to not go up on Mother's Day because of all the mothers out there. So It's safe to say we won't need sunblock next year. You never know. You never know. <laughs> but anyways, while we're on that topic, I think we need a little bull prediction update. We need some like music for that. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. Bum, bum, bum. Did we I, come up with something? I threw the suicide duck many times all weekend, and it produced nothing. Oh, you're getting out of it. So I no, oh, no, no, so no, no, no. I'm just where are we at with our predictions for the year? I threw the the duck. Snort, snort. I threw the duck, and I did not see anything. I threw it in pike waters, and bass waters, and musky waters. Never saw anything. You got to put trailer hooks on the troubles. No, I don't. That's probably what you're doing wrong. Update on the bull predictions. Well, let's let's see. Uh, um, still waiting to shoot my public land buck. Haven't done that yet. Yeah, obviously the hunting one. God. Fishing one. <laughs> what was your fishing, fishing one? one? Fishing one was a uh, casting muskie. I think a legal casting muskie. And I haven't fished yet this year. So, but in a I'm couple, and hopefully in a couple weeks, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. And yours was. Catching a muskie, right? Yeah, catching a muskie and so, then getting a buck with my or a, a deer with my crossbow. So you're a big zilch, and then yours was uh, catching. A, well, we know yours, oh, two yeah. two hundred inches of deer and <laughs> nine deer and muskie. I thought it was a hundred fifty inch spread. Deer well, no, it was, it, and muskie. It was a hundred fifty inch deer and a fifty inch muskie. So what is he, the spread on that? one? He's got to hit two hundred inches. Uh that one's one forty one and three eighths or something. So you're gonna have to. That's like not the to, spread. That's I the, that's the that, yeah. You're gonna that's have to go scoring. to Kansas. Yeah, it's not the spread. It's total inches of antler. So that one was. I think that one Bobby's was a while there. One forty one. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Saskatoon. So we we were talking about this on the boat today, and I was like, "Why, why the fuck did I make the predictions that I made?" It's because all the so, Pepsi's you drink. So we, yeah, yeah we 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 we, we musky we we musky fish today, hard, hard. Like literally, what seven hours on the boat? Seven hours. We're on the boat. Seven hours. We fished for musky and didn't move a fish. And we'll get into that. We'll talk about our, our, our day today. But it was like, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, man. I just I just bold predicted a 50-inch muskie, and I didn't even move a fish today. No. And I'm like, dude, this is going to be a long fucking year, man. Yep. <laughs> holy shit. But that's why it's- and, then, and then why was I such an asshole to say 150-inch deer? What an idiot. <laughs> Who does that? But that's why it's called a bold prediction not yeah, just a prediction right it's, it's not a prediction like, if it was a bull prediction i just say i would just say a muskie on a bucktail or whatever the hell it is you know like something that's attainable i went i went bigger way i went home and yeah, so some people, uh, i might be going home for, <laughs> at the end of this yes 
Some people really embrace the bold prediction. Some people say they're going to mount a buck they shoot. Booyah. Did I say buck? I need to listen back to You just said deer. I think you I said, said deer. You said deer, you said deer it, so like it I might, might be a doe. It might be <laughs> We a said we're mountain whatever you just, just just the face and the hooves. Whatever whatever it was <laughs> your mountain that you also said. I think a doe I think a doe mount might be cool. Like so doe. I just like, saw if one. If you do it right, you know you know the butterfly in the end of the nose and shit like that. <laughs> that might be fucking cool. <laughs> 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 might be cool. I don't know. No, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a back end mount, not a head mount. Right. And then you just mount your buck right be that would be that would be different. Ass to mouth. It'd be edgy. <laughs> oh shit. When Gross. are we gonna come up with a deadline for uh for this it's, it's got I think it's gotta be January first because that's the end of the deer season. So that's the end of pretty much I think that's the end one it's the end of the year. That's so fair, yeah. That like you can musky fish all the way to like I've musky fished until December. I've I've musky fished the second week right before Christmas. I was musky fishing out on St. Clair. So I think that that the bull prediction stuff it wraps up with our our first our first podcast of twenty twenty three. Okay. So we'll give it let's give it let's give it January one. So January one, you By have then, until uh, January one to make it happen. If not, we have not come up with uh, what's going to happen. What you what you have to do the polar bear plunge. That's January, what we should do. You gotta you gotta dip your nuts in like I like <laughs> I like the, the polar bear plunge. <clears throat> I, I kind of like it too. Like your like ass it. needs we can to do get that from Kevin. There you go. That's it. I, I, I like it. Oh, That's shit. it. We're all going to go up to the cabin for a weekend, and we're going to do the polar bear plunge. Nice. That's it. If we don't meet – now, is that both or just either one? I think either one. If we don't meet both predictions. If, if we had to make two predictions, yeah. you got to meet both of them. We're, since, not, we're not doing this shit next year. Since we all have like, – <laughs> There will be no bold oh prediction. That might, either that or my bold <laughs> predictions will be less bold. That's for sure. All right. It'll, it'll be, be like, I'm, I'm going to catch a fish, and I'm going to shoot a deer maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out of my house once a day. Oh no! I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go hunting at least three times. Since most of us have musky uh, musky predictions, we should all work together and just pay Jason to take us out somewhere. Oh, no, I want to see I want to see you jumping into a cold ass. Lake. I'll do that anyway. So I mean. So yeah, we're, every, everybody we're no came up with take you out musky fishing. So. Everybody came up with yeah, musky predictions, and. Uh, like I think we're all going to be getting real cold in January here. No, mine's mine's a suicide duck. I don't. Have Yours to is just a Ryan's fish, right? Yeah, just a fish. It could be a damn yeah. bluegill. It you don't matter, go right? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go to a stock pond and start ripping that thing. <laughs> I never specified water. I don't and know why said... the suicide duck. Like I, I discounted that lure so long ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I, once I bought that lure, well, I we were, threw so it. we were fishing today. I was but like, I, it's cool, but we're fishing yeah. today. We pull into the boat launch, and I see these little ducks just swimming around, fresh, fresh hatchlings, and I'm like, booyah. So I will say that he threw the suicide duck. For at least three casts today, it was about a. <laughs> it might have been four, but hey, I did it. So, what's what's uh, let's roll into? Uh, well, I got one. Saying, I got one more story to wrap up before we get into that. What were you saying, Jason? All, all I wanted to say, we were talking about a deadline for bold predictions of January first, but by then we won't have any listeners. So when we have to come back on the airwaves, like. 
We'll just be talking well, to no, each other. Our listener, no, our, our, listen, listener, our listener will I'll always listen. be super appreciative You're of, our the fact yeah. <laughs> of whether we made it or not. And it's going to be – that's actually Jimmy. Yeah. So. yeah, it is. All right. He's so, our only listener. So I've got one more terrible outdoorsman story. From Winya? And it regards fishing poles again. Oh, my God. Oh Did my. you break another one? You if you broke another one, I'm just going to I'm just gonna kick you out Ryan's of here. Ryan's nickname – Ryan's new nickname is Bill Dance. <laughs> I'm Jeez. going fishing with Bill, Bill Dance today. <laughs> that's our that's our intro to this podcast. I'm gonna edit it. So get back home, un- unloading the the boat, unloading the truck, all that stuff. Take all of my rods out. Take all my my bags out. Everything like that. Tired as hell, right? Long weekend, long drive home, and it's yesterday, which is what Friday. I'm out grilling, cooking dinner, and my wife's out in the yard, and she's like, hey, do you want me to take these rods in? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I had both of my musky rods leaning up against my kid's playscape the whole fucking week from Monday to Friday. So between, so the reels are what, $300, the rod's $250, and I got matching sets. So I've got $1,000 sitting there just leaning against my kid's playscape, which is about maybe 20 yards from the road all week long. <laughs> I, and and it's, it's gone and it's just leaning very casually against this thing. And it, we had, we had some storms that came through. Um, somehow they didn't fall down and break those and nobody stole them. I felt like such an prediction. ass. And I remember telling Denise, I'm like, well, this is going on the podcast tomorrow. So oh, yeah, that's it. You're, you're. Not I'm allowed. done. You're lucky. You're, you're not allowed to be. I, yeah, I'm very lucky because <laughs> anybody could have just walked right up, grabbed them, and had a thousand dollars in rods. You're not allowed to be my musky fishing partner anymore. Can I do it? That's fair. I got to get one. That's fair. I'll, I'll be his new partner. All right. Um, so let's wait. get into what now. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, so my driveway is really really short, and I kind of had I, so. I don't want to comment on that because I could. What, gonna, everything said. is short in my I, life. I was going right? to say, what are you guys just going to let that slide? So, <laughs> well, um, I wasn't going to go there. I was going to say, never mind. As I'm packing for Winya, <laughs> I've got my rods and my tackle bag like sitting at the foot of my driveway. Now, mind you, I'm standing like right next to them. I'm at the back of my car loading up my trunk, and this this family is walking past, and this guy's like looking at my fishing stuff. And, like, I'm facing the car, and I overhear, oh, he's putting his fishing stuff out. Like, we, like, hang on, let me grab that. Like, like he thought I was throwing what? it away. He thought I was throwing it away because it was at the curb, technically, since my oh driveway's my so short. Gosh. And I turned around so goddamn fast. I was like, no, 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 not trash. <laughs> I'm packing up for a trip. Don't touch it. <laughs> like, I, like, I looked like I wanted to kill this guy. Yeah, at, at, that point, I I, at that point, I wouldn't even let him. No, I was leaving. I'm like, and then I basically just gave it all the way up at Winya, though. So <laughs> but then you gave say. it to us. <laughs> there you go. Just keeps trying so, to leave this yeah. stuff out somewhere. Yeah, there's a pattern oh, here. Man. All right, so let's get in today. We first musky fishing outing today. Yeah. Um, sucked. All right, that was it. It was <laughs> seven. Yeah, it was. I mean, we we got out there super early. I mean, the weather was not. Well, it was, it was not projected to be nice. We had a we had a crazy front come through last night. We had some good storms yesterday, and 
it kind of it, the temperature dipped down quite a bit. It was it was, I think it was projected to be like forty degrees this morning or something, something like that. And so I wasn't expect I was, you know post frontal conditions. I was expecting it to be a little bit slow. Um, but we got out there early. Like we, the the lake that we went to is about an hour away from where I live. We drove out there. You know, we got on the road by seven, got on the lake. We were launched by eight. And got on the water and started fishing, and it was – we threw everything. We threw everything at them. Yep. I, I, I don't think there's a, a single lure in my box that – you know, or a single category of lure in my box, you know, that I could have thrown that, that you know, would have made any mm-hmm. kind of difference. Yeah. You know, so we fished a solid seven hours today and didn't move a fish. But it was kind of the consensus, like – that's one of the things that like in on this particular lake, it's one of the known musky lakes in central Michigan. So we were like, you know, as when we pulled up to the dock, another guy that we knew was out there targeting musky. Um, you know, I I jumped out of the boat and went up to get grab the truck, and I was hoping, I was thinking in my mind, I was like, oh, I hope Ryan talks to that dude and asks him what they <laughs> what he caught or what he saw. You know, just to kind of get a consensus, like what's going on right now. And Ryan talked; he talked to the dude, and the dude said that he had moved one fish at the end of the day. He he connected with a fish and lost it right yeah, like right fi- at like fifteen minutes prior, fifteen minutes before we, before, I, before me we talking to up. him. And he had fished all morning too. He was out there shortly well, after we yeah. got out there, and he never saw another fish. So, making me feel better that we're not the only ones that fished that whole freaking lake and didn't see anything, but. That's just the way it goes with musky fishing. That, yeah, so, when it comes to musky fishing, it's 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 very much a conditions type. It, well, the conditions I thought were going to be good. I mean, we had some that some rain come through, so kind of a front come through. But the the major, the minor, they were both going to be in the window that we were going to fish. It was going to be cloudy and overcast, and I'm thinking, well, it's pretty solid conditions. But that front, I think, just shut them down. It did, Honestly, yeah. like that that little bit of rain. But the other thing that might have shut them down is when we pulled up, there was about 20 um, bow fishing boats there. They, they just then they would have been out all night. They had they must have had a tournament or maybe it was a club thing or something. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe they made a bunch of commotion on the water. I mean, they're running around with airboats and shit and duck motors. And, and I don't know if that just... Spooked the fish or something, busted. yeah, and they they got light shining under the water, so who knows? Maybe that shut the lake down. But um, I got I got to thinking about bow fishing while we're talking about that, Jason. So since you're the resident expert, so with bow fishing, what are you? Obviously, you're shooting a bow and arrow at, at a fish. What the hell are you allowed to shoot? Are you allowed to shoot anything that's in season? Like they see a bluegill swimming around, can they shoot a, a bluegill? Or can they shoot a a musky, if a muskies, they can tell that it's over, like, like smearing, like what I just got to thinking, like, are, are they allowed to shoot whatever the hell they want? Or is this strictly carp and, and bowfin? So once again, looking in my fishing guide, handy dandy fishing guide. <laughs> uh, so bow fishing, the act or method of bow fishing is open all year. Um, it is not open on trout lakes or streams and it's not open on Michigan Uh, Michigan, Wisconsin boundary waters. Um, but got the window open. It sounded like it was like two raccoons fighting out there. (laughs) Um, but 
the species listed that are legal are primarily rough fish. So bowfin, bullhead, burbot, carp, catfish. What do you mean by rough fish? Rough fish. So we we kind of categorize fish as like game species and then non-game species. Another word for that is rough fish. Um, So carp, bowfin, burbot, I I assume, like dogfish? Uh, so bowfin is a dogfish. Oh, that's right. That's Burbit right. is another another species. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, the only yeah, goldfish, uh, gar. You can also take suckers, whitefish, smelt with bowfishing. And we were laughing before. Like, I don't think there's many people out there bowfishing or spearing for smelt. Yeah, how the hell are you going to shoot a little smelt? Tiny yeah. arrows, so, toothpick like, arrows. Yeah, what is that wrist slingshot? Yeah, but they're like that big. <laughs> yeah. Like if you could hit that, yeah. you're a pretty good shot. So I think that uh, the people you saw were probably having some tournament. Yeah, yeah. it's probably carp. You know, yeah. carp and both yeah. There, there's definitely a lot of carp in that league. But <laughs> yeah, I. So, but I would suspect, like you said, with all those boats driving around, you said there's a bunch of commotion. Boats, all through the night motors generators uh-huh. lights going yeah i'm uh-huh. sure that it probably has an effect and we, and we hit the water right the after water. they right after they got off because yeah. they were having like their meeting in the parking yeah. lot so yeah i'm assuming like that probably played a factor with the front and because yeah. I, I initially thought like eh, it might be decent conditions with the clouds and the in both those major windows if you believe in them i don't even know if i do I haven't caught enough freaking fish to know but if you believe in the the major windows there was two there was the major then the minor we were going to hit in the time frame that we were planning on fishing and but i used to have a uh, a compound bow that i tried to turn into a bow fishing bow uh, and uh, like i said i used to have a compound used to bow. okay um, it's, in, it's in the lake now well it's why i'm on this show really oh um <clears throat> well i took everything off you know and <laughs> Damn it! Why am I talking about this? So I seen you throwing YouTube. yourself under the bus, <laughs> and then you're backing listen, up and running yourself over again. No, 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 no over full again. throttle. Here we go. Um, so I seen a YouTube video that <laughs> showed you that you didn't have to like buy one of those fancy uh, reels to put in in your bow. You can just basically go to Home Depot or something and buy a bolt set. And then put it on a Gatorade bottle, <laughs> screw it into your bow, oh and tie the rope around it. And I did that, and I bought a, I, I bought the bow yeah. fishing arrows and everything, and I was, uh, I, I had called, uh, I called the DNR to make sure it was cool, but I went carp uh, fishing in, in uh, Heinz Park, like the, you know, the little river that runs through mm-hmm. there, and they said go for it, please, and uh, my first, my first shot, my arrow just goes flying, the rope snapped immediately, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't feed out. Oh my God. I only had two arrows. And uh, so immediately that was a bust. Um, and then I had already and taken. This, listen, just like every podcast, we have a moment in the podcast where everybody turns it off. But I took. This is that moment. But I had already taken the stabilizer out and I took the sight off and all of that shit. I, I just completely gutted oh the God. bow. I just it, signed off too. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not listening to it either. I'm done. I'm I out. left. I left. <laughs> you did. You went upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can listen so, to that tomorrow. Anyways, so yeah, the <clears throat> unproductive, but it was nice to get out there for the first. Uh, really working out bugs is more than anything. Casting every lure. I think testing it. The weeds were terrible, though. Like it's normally a pretty choked out lake in the summer. I was surprised, even being in May. Like we were in ten to twelve feet of water, and we had weeds to a foot under the surface. Like it was. 
Pretty much spinner baits. Um, we were in the middle of the lake throwing like some uh, some swim baits, and you just couldn't even work them without weeds. It was shadzillas. It was uh, it was tough fishing, honestly, between fighting the weeds and just not seeing fish. And by the time we got off the water, I mean shit, there was probably twenty boats on this. Yeah, maybe it, it, it's, maybe it's a pretty eight hundred acre lake, like. Well, we're getting to the point where you got to start trolling for them now, right? At well, we tried Sinclair. it, so we got into that because Bobby wanted he, he bought some new planer boards, and uh, <laughs> we want we were just messing with them. And he's got a story to tell about you, planer you, boards. Wait, you said oh you God. said you bought new ones. What happened to the old ones? Well, no, he, no, no. I, <laughs> I guess he's. Let me rephrase. He just bought planer boards because he didn't own any planer boards. I bought inline planer boards, the kinds that, that you snap onto your line, not not the kind that you would run off of a mast. And, but so it's the kind that you snap on your line. And I was like, you know what? I want to try these as a way to help, you know, to target muskie or to target walleye. I bought the largest boards that they have. And I don't know. Shit, I can't remember the brand that they are. Are they churches? They're not churches. They're um, uh, either way. They're 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 what a color main, are they, Bob? Offshore. They're it? yellow. They're yellow. Offshore. Yeah, offshore. They're yeah. Uh, they're offshores. Yeah. So, like an idiot, like I bought these during the pandemic, like right at the beginning of the pandemic type thing, and like I didn't know much about it, and I recently bought my boat within a year or two of that, and uh, I knew I had like the channels and the gunnels and stuff like that, so I I was buying all the gear to try to get this thing going. I had this idea that I'm going to go out to Sinclair and I'm going to go out and troll for muskies, so I bought the largest plane boards they have, and, uh, you know, I... I went out, what was it, last year? I think it was last year. I was I out think of, it was at Winya last year. It was at, yeah, I was out on Winya. And I was like, you know what, I want to try these things out. Well, what I realized when I got out there is that they make a left and a right. <laughs> so they make, uh, they make a port and they make a, a starboard uh, a planer board, right? Because one's going to be cut to a, a certain angle to pull it away from each side. I didn't realize that. I bought two of two rights or whatever it was, and I was like, well, what an idiot one. I figured that out then. But either way, I was like, I want to try these things out. So, like, they tell you when you buy these things to keep your motor running and keep moving forward as you're doing this, but throw your, you know, you put your bait out, and then you snap the, the inline planer board on, and you know, as, as you're moving forward. Well, I didn't do any of that. I just kind of casted it out and then I snapped the line on and then I started my motor and then I put it in gear. And when I put it in gear, it sucked the line, this 65 or 80 pound braid, whatever I had for my musky rod, sucked it up into the prop, wrapped it all up. Immediately had to cut the engine and like it was bending my rod over and it was like about to snap my rod and I was like holy shit what an idiot dude like I'm so dumb I did something like I never I never done I've never messed with this stuff before so I was like it was the first time and I definitely effed it up big time well that's how you you learn from that mistake I definitely did so today uh, went a lot smoother than so yeah so I uh, you know I unwrapped all you know on that trip I unwrapped all my uh, my line and shit from the prop and got all that cleaned out and stuff and that was a pain in the ass I had to pull my prop and it was it was a nightmare but either way today we I was like you know what yeah let's try it again so I I went I did buy a a left and a right side. So now I have two, like two rights or two lefts. I don't know which side it is. I think it's a left because I, I don't know which which side goes which. But I uh, 
I wound up uh, when we were out there today was I was like, let's try it. So uh, I found the right and the, and the left, and I got my 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 rod holders are already mounted in there, and everything's good to go. And uh, so we mounted everything up, and we both picked a lure. You know, I think Ryan picked a bucktail, and I picked a you know a, you know kind of a shallow running, um, you know, a jerk bait or a. Uh, uh, crankbait type thing and um you know we threw them out there and we were we were moving forward and we got them all hooked up and we did one at a time and it took it took like two people to to get it set up on each side you know because you got an eight and a half foot musky rod mm-hmm. and try to get everything set up and to, to get it clipped on right and we got it all clipped up and we got it all moved out and i think ryan took a couple pictures he'll probably post it on the on the social media we we got everything running right and it was like Man, these are fucking sweet, dude. <laughs> it, it it really was like it worked. It worked. They worked out great. Like if we if we didn't have such a such a weedy, crazy lake that we were on, like it, that was a nightmare because we're you know I'm I'm pushing us through you know thirteen feet of water and we've got eleven feet of weeds, so we were hitting yeah. everything. Yeah. But either way. Um, yeah, I'm thinking on like Lake St. Clair or any of the Great Lakes. Like oh, these things are going to be money, yeah. but they they did they they worked out well, and we were able to, you know, to get those lures out away from the boat. And you know, I've got I've got two extra rod holders to mount, you know, back behind the boat. So I'm thinking I can run four lines out my boat, you know, and troll and be able to do some. I'm I'm, I'm not a big trolling guy. I'm not. I'll admit it right off the bat. I'm just not a that's never been my way, but I'm I'm not thinking of any way to catch fish, any way to catch musky in particular. So it's like, as we were doing this, I'm like, oh, holy shit, man, this is you know I mean, just just maybe, just fucking with it for like maybe that's you know, why the twenty we minutes we did it. it maybe was that's like, why we oh, haven't dude, caught enough muskies because we don't troll, especially on Saint Clair. I think I just think it's it's a solid tactic that we just don't use to our advantage so we go out we cast everything that's just the way that we do it just because we're, we're jason rudimentary you, you were telling uh, me a study but... a study earlier about trolling what were you saying about that yeah so when i was doing my grad work out in wisconsin i was working with a biologist that had a few musky lakes in the counties that he covered um and the anglers asked him there was a little bit of tension between anglers that primarily cast and anglers that also trolled um and the anglers that cast were their feelings were that folks that trolled caught a ton of fish and because you're trolling they're not giving them the best care and reviving them properly and this and that so biologists did some work uh working with a bunch of anglers on those lakes to determine how many hours you had been out fishing how many fish you caught and released and all that and in the end after a couple of years of doing that found that trolling and casting you caught the you know your catch rate was the same one tactic wasn't more or less productive than the other but i think like you said bob getting the things to have a plan b and and just try some different stuff um is worth it right to just take a break and say hey let's make a sandwich and troll for an hour well, or whatever and that's the thing around. taking a break like today i sat down for like probably what 10 15 minutes we both sat down first time i've ever seen him sit down (laughs) for like 10 minutes we just sat down we sat down we both were like you know what 
we've been fishing. It was like, I don't know, two o'clock in the afternoon. We've been fishing since eight o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, here, drink a beer, dude. I, I put a couple beers in the cooler just because, you know, it, one, a celebratory. We always have a celebratory on deck. But I was like, here, dude, sit down, <laughs> toast. We're out here. Yeah. We're, we're musky fishing. We're having, we're, you know, we're out here fishing. Fuck yeah. it, you know. So it was nice to sit down though and just relax. My back yeah. was killing me. I mean, not, you got to do your body's that not now, used to throwing these musky baits. It's not like throwing anything else. Like no, they're heavy. And I and and just the whole process doing the figure eight. Like you just you do that for six hours. You're like, oh my god, my back is fried. It's absolutely fried. Yeah, but, it, it is. It's much needed. We and we sat down. We were talking and. and you know, it's not like we were sitting down talking about mowing our lawns. We were sitting down talking about well, that's fishing. exactly what we talked about. <laughs> we were sitting down like we we're sitting down talking about like, all right, you know, yeah. how about where where we're we gonna hit the next spot? Where we're we gonna do this? Where we're we gonna do that? Blah, and blah, none blah, of those spots worked. You know? Fuck and that. None of those spots. None of those tactics worked. But. That's because you didn't. Bring well, it was a good. It was really an icebreaker trip. It was work out the bugs. Yeah, work, yeah. work out. Just test that. the the planer boards. I casted just about every lure to make sure they all work, and they do, but they don't. So, so <laughs> from here on out, we we'll, polished we'll, all of our. Lures. From here on out, we'll pretty much be full musky, unless we're fishing like after work or something around here. It's pretty much going to be any weekend trip is going to be St. Clair. Yeah. So n- next week we're going to hit Thornapple. Yep, that's the that's plan the on Friday. We're going to get up Thornapple and shoot shoot for that. Uh, different waters, and then the week after that, we're going to hit Saint Clair. Saint Clair, yes. Um, that's which is the opener. June fourth is the opener, and then so I think we're going to hit that Sunday. Yeah, I think Bouvier Bay probably. Yeah, probably up in the northern Fair section Bay of Anchor area. Bay. Um, yep. I just like the structure up there. I, I like yep. the islands and some of the different. They got some good drop offs and things like that up we'll, there. We'll look at the wind. That's the biggest factor with that. The lake biggest factor where yeah. you're going on that lake. If it's a due east wind, I'm staying home. I'm just saying that. That's my <laughs> yeah. bold prediction. Yeah, if this shit's coming out of Canada, like Lake St. Clair can suck it. I will yeah. go anywhere well, else. I'll go fish the North Channel. That's what I'll do. Well, that's the cool thing about Bouvier Bay is that if you put it in that far north, that if you wind up getting jacked up by the wind, like it ain't nothing but a mile or two run to get into yeah. the North Channel and be out of the wind and yep. be able to still be targeting muskie or whatever. Yeah, that's a and that's the cool thing about Lake St. Clair is that you can fish, you can be out there, you any day of the week fishing anything, any time of the year fishing any lure and you could hook up with the biggest northern you've ever seen in your life or the you know a small mouth or a large mouth or the biggest walleye you ever met in your life so you're right uh, there jason i see you bouncing around um so i've identified what the crazy noise was earlier uh <laughs> there were two cats fighting in the driveway out the window and one's so... dead now well oh, that's dude. what i'm trying to figure out you could have saved it. <laughs> yeah you yeah. should have videoed that you should have fried it up <laughs> Fried it up. Told your wife you're having Chinese for dinner tonight. Sell that on <laughs> YouTube, city bro. Chicken. Yeah, city chicken. <laughs> oh, 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 that's something that there. So, yeah. So, hopefully, uh, Jason, you're going to make it down for that St. Clair opener. Yes, sir. And then we also got something fun going on that day. We'll, uh, well, that weekend, we'll plug that while we're here. Uh, we got that, um, the crushing cancer clay target shoot. 
Jimmy, you going to do it? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Did you register yet? Not yet. Get your ass registered. Because Dan is listening to this right now, no, and he's going to pistol whip you if no, you don't count register me in. it. Count me in. I'm, I'm coming. Well, you have to register by a certain date, or Dan's going to be like, fuck y'all. So, What's the certain date? I'm waiting for my next payday to come up on Thursday. <laughs> I, um, I think he said the 27th is what he's shooting for. That gives him a week to organize it. It's, it's pretty big. I think we're up to 115, 120 registered shooters. The last I had talked to him. So um, Terrible Outdoorsman is a proud sponsor of it. So you'll see a station des- dedicated to the Terrible Outdoorsman. Um, so we'll have some contributions to It'll that. It'll probably yeah, not it's... work. The clays won't go off. Oh, for sure. 100%. That we're, 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 we, and we're not even going to rig it to do that. That's just what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm actually it's... bringing one of those bug assault guns. Th- that's that's what gun. we're using. Yeah, yeah. It's, so. it's a good cause. It's for, yeah. a, uh, it's for a lady that... Has been diagnosed with cancer. I think it's breast cancer, correct? Yeah, and she's yeah. she's a diehard in the clay target shooting community, and so Dan, um, Dan, I'm going to do a podcast with Dan later this week, so he can kind of break down how this all started. But he actually has his own charity organization called the Pamela Sue Project, and he's kind of fun or really getting behind this whole thing. He does random projects throughout the year, but this is his current one to get behind this and put on this cancer shoot for all the proceeds can go to. Roseanne and her, you know, her care and things like that. So it's going to be a good time. Um, you get to shoot. Where there's going to be side games. There's going to be a dinner. There's they're actually raffling off a couple of really nice guns. I think there's a Glock and a, a Beretta. I think they're raffling off. Yeah. So a lot of cool stuff. It's going to be a fun event to do. And it, again, it's a good cause. So, but hopefully we can get Jason down here to do that. Jim, you'll do it. Well, I think all of us will do it. So we get time. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You better Why fucking be there. I will be there. Got to represent the. Got to well. represent the brand. Did you guys buy my costume? Yeet, yet? yeet. Yes, you're wearing I'm it right now. I'm just dressed as a giant stump. Yes, you're the, no, the you're, humble bumble. You're the humble bumble. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Humble bumble from Rudolph. Speaking of uh, stumps, he's a humble bumble. Did anybody More catch humble any? Bumble. <laughs> when you guys when you guys were up at Winya, oh. did any did you guys catch any uh, trees or stumps or anything? I lost two others. Yeah, Jackson I, did, and I broke his rod in the process. I I caught a dock and uh, a dock or a duck. So, and I'm pretty proud of this too. Every stump that I managed to catch, it was above water. Um, so I didn't catch any that were oh, underwater. They were all above water. OMG. So I did good there. Um, we went to George and Rita's. Uh, I think it's George and Rita's. There's a dock that's kind of on its side there in the water. Like it yeah, fell. I think there's a dock over there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was aiming for that structure and went a little bit too far. And I went right over the dock. And my line and my leader went perfectly in this crack in this in that dock. We that- had to go all the way to the other side of that dock. That's the exact to... definition of a Jimmy cast. Absolutely. Jimmy cast. Oh, my God. That's yeah. patented. So, I you know, I didn't even go up that side of the river. I did the one year. day. You it, didn't it, miss anything. It went by so fast. We have seen some very big pike. I lost the biggest pike in my life up on that side of the river. Really? Oh, well, yeah. we, well so we caught that big bass literally right. Well, I guess it wasn't really on yeah. that side. It was right. It's just it's really dirty side. water that that yeah. side. Yeah, of it was the river. like so you gotta milk. you gotta switch gears. Like black and white spoon ain't gonna work on that no, side. Yeah. They won't even see it. <laughs> you gotta throw white or something. Yeah. yeah. I've got a quick terrible outdoorsman story. All right, that's what we're about. Clays, sporting oh, no. clays course at Bald Mountain. That's so, where we're going. Yeah, a few years ago. 
dad and brother and I said, hey, let's let's go out and shoot the sporting clays course. Um, it probably, I'm, I'm going to say, I know the weather was terrible, but do they have the sporting clays course open all year? I don't think so. I think they, they okay. only certain times of the year they open that. Okay. The range is open all year long. They do, um, but not the sporting clays is, is, oh, okay. is not open, I don't believe. Well, the day we decided, we didn't check the weather first, and uh, so it rained on us the whole time. And I was in the back of the golf cart, so every time we would stop, the rain would pool up on the top of the cart, and we'd drive away, and it would all pour down on me. <laughs> and then... And then we get to one of the stations and my brother, my dad was driving. My brother like gets off of the seat and he grabs his gun and his gun came apart in his hands. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so oh we looked God. around and like found the pins that fell out. And he, yeah, he yeah. just looks down. And he goes, guys, I've got a problem. We're like, what? He goes, my bun, my gun just fell apart. <laughs> oh my God. He prematurely field stripped it. Is all. Yes, that's all. That's all. You should get your brother and your dad out there that weekend. Um, I'm going to talk to Jake again this week because I sent him the info for that uh, event, and I think mm. he's interested. So it will depend on his schedule okay. if he can get that day off. Let, but I let, think me he's know, let me know if they end up registering because I'll get with Dan and make sure he coordinates so we can all shoot together. And, okay. My dad okay. might be coming too. Do it up. That'd be pretty cool. Let's um, see old, big old Jim. Do you know who – I mean, you guys might not know the answer to this. Do you guys know who has to, like, supply the clays? The So that's part of the when you pay for it. You get the so you get right, but is when it your you pay buddy for, that has to? Huh? The, does your buddy have to supply them or whatever? So the the the, the sponsors and stuff—that's like that's what we're contributing towards—is paying for the ammo, paying for right. the the clays, clay. all the sponsors. He's got a long list of sponsors that are sponsoring this thing, and then donations that they've gotten. Well, I was at Meyer, and apparently they're going the anti-gun route now, and everything gun-related they've put on sales. And uh, so they're. I can they're, let Dan know because I know he's been picking up stuff as he finds they're it. They're selling cases of clays it. for eight ninety nine for like ninety okay. clays. So, I'll let him know. Yeah, but I imagine the the course is probably going to get a good deal on. I'm sure because yeah, sure. he Dan is big into the shooting community. So Dan was actually at one point I think he was like ranked twenty fifth in the nation, or he he finished twenty fifth in the the nation at the this country or the the nationals down in. Uh, san antonio so he's been in the in that community for a long long time um so i'm he's been tight with bald mountain for a long time so i'm sure he's got it in and got a good deal but yeah you get 75 clays 75 rounds and you get dinner and all the door prizes and stuff for your entry so it's gonna I'm, be bringing, good time. Uh, I'm bringing my 410 there you go I, I was bringing a 22 is that not allowed <laughs> pistol yeah, I, I was bringing my nine. I was gonna, I was just, I was gonna shoot it sideways and start throwing the bullets. Blaka, 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 blaka. You gotta throw those. Bullets. Yeah, you got, you gotta throw those bullets, dog. <laughs> oh man, we're getting off the handle here. That's all right. It's okay. Yeah. So yeah, that'll be a good time. Looking forward to it. If you can make it down and get your your dad and between your dad and years. It's been since Jake's graduation. It I has. That's, that was. I don't even remember when that was. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it'll be a good time. So, um, what else we got going on? Bear and uh, elk application. Did you apply for your bear tag? Yeah. Why? Yeah, I got both of them. Bullshit. So. You liar. You <laughs> lie to me. No, I, I, I've never. Well, I applied to mine. Speaking through your tooth. You, sp- my buddy's you spoke got, right through your tooth. My buddy's got bear on his property, which is cool, though. So, I'm thinking about. Well, so I applied, and 
last year you had to have nine to ten points to get the to get the tag, and I think we're both at six, right? We're both at yeah. We're both at six points. So I don't think we're going to get it, but we both we've been doing just points only. But this year we actually applied for the actual tag. So yeah, if for some reason right we get on. it, Jason, I told you your ass is going to be there. So yeah, we're going to make a party come. of it. Yeah, we're going to we're going to set up a bear camp. We're going to make it a big deal. It's going to be a blast. So this may be a silly question. Um, it is. It's going to be. Um, does it matter if it's private or public land? Like, do you get better chances of getting a tag if it's private? No, or, it, no doesn't it doesn't matter. You pick an area. You okay. pick, yeah, you pick yeah there's a map it's that you pick like out. It's almost like DMU. Almost like the yeah. deer management unit, but, like, you, yeah, you're picking in the – it's like a yeah. bear management. There, there are different rules for private compared to By public. County, yeah. I was briefly reading through the guide, and I have to study more if we actually end up getting a tag. But um, – there's a lot of different rules for private and public, especially when it comes to the baiting, because you can bait, but on public land, um, you can't use a barrel. Where private land, you can use like a bear, a bait barrel. Um, so there's a lot of rules if we end up getting it. And you can bait as long as you use, you have to use things that deer aren't attracted to, like the grains and shit. Um, why, is, why does that bear have feet? <laughs> Wait, what? Does that bear have human feet? Why is that bear walking? <laughs> so um, that's my buddy's property up in um, there. But yeah, so you can't use grain, vegetables, anything. It has to be like uh, sugary stuff, meats, fish. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of studying we have to do if we end up getting a tag. But I don't think we'll get it this year, but hey, hopefully in the next couple. So, Jason, is it frowned upon to just tie a cat to a string and just use that as bait there's a lot I of neighborhood mean, cats that we just aren't we're kind of sick of i them. just had two fighting in the driveway <laughs> that, well, well see, that's what he's thinking he's gonna yeah, come yeah. up and get it and yeah so. oh would they be cool with good, it um like if i told them I'm that i knew you probably probably gonna fall under that uh no live decoy uh oh, category okay. yeah who's tying a no. turkey to a string though <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't believe that. Yeah, episode. I'm excited to get to finally get a bear tag and and to use it. I don't know if we'll ever see a bear, but I think it'd be a good time to yeah, just we, even to attempt it. We both We've had got, bear on we camera. Both got tags. We both well in tags. the UP, but that we were not ready. We were not expecting to get a tag. <laughs> we were not mentally or financially ready to invest into that. But we've had you've had bear on on your camera. I yeah. think I had one last year. They've yep. they've got them up on right the property. There. They tear up the corn um, all year long. I did read briefly in the rules too, where it said that if you are buying a tag, if you end up getting a tag, only if you get it. If you win a tag, but you're actually shooting the bear to prevent crop damage, then it opens up the window of when you can shoot them hmm. outside of the normal season. So which is, I guess, cool, but you still have to apply and get the tag in order to be able to do it. So Maybe if you uh, get a tag, you can reach out to your favorite uh, guide up there. Maybe he has a little bear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Service. Yeah, he's probably super good. I'll have to wait two hours for him to come pick me up, though. So <laughs> He's the super. Same, the same guy that guides your fishing trips? He your, used your, to. Your Past tense, he ice, used to ice guide us. Trips, yeah. I no longer give him any of my money, so... He lost out. Already gave him too much. If you I ask gave me. him way too much after the first year. Well, the first year was good. I'll give him credit for the first year, and then it went down in a hurry. I'll even go on record. I'll even go on record and say I was in the fishing business as a first mate and lived on tips, and I did not support tipping that particular individual. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
It's like when you go to a restaurant and you get a uh, waiter or waitress that's just a straight up asshole. Like, you know what? I am not tipping you. You don't deserve a tip. I'm all about tipping too, but sideways. <laughs> all right. So, um, what do we got? Upcoming podcasts. What we got? We got. Um, so, we have, I'll have the, the one with Dan um, this upcoming week to kind of talk about the shoot in more detail and what his whole charity is about. And then we'll be on Friday. We've got an idea for a podcast. What what are we doing there, Bob? So we have uh, Memorial Day weekend coming up. So um, I, I'm thinking that we're probably going to sit down and talk a little little bit about the military stuff. Um, I'm obviously in the military. I'm in the army. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the army. I'm going to talk a little bit about some of my experiences and possibly have a couple uh, uh, maybe a special guest or two on to be able to talk some military stuff for this upcoming special weekend that we have. Um, I think after that, we were talking about one of the trips that we have coming up, which is the Taquamanon River musky trip. And uh, we have a lot of prep that we have to do for that one because that one is going to be a, it's it's a straight up river fishing trip. So, and we're going to be kind of, kind of a little bit out of our, I wouldn't say out of our, uh, you know, out of our, uh, out of our element, a little out bit. of our element. But we are going to going to going to be uh, camping a little bit, so um, we're going to be going to be a some, fun trip, though. Yeah, I'm, it's going to be excited. A, it's going to be a fun trip. We're going to be doing some camping and as well as doing some uh, kind of tighter river musky fishing. So we're going to mm-hmm. talk a little bit about that too. But I think for this upcoming this next week, yeah, the Memorial Day stuff is going to be. Is pretty big. Yep. That's that's yep. primarily what we want to focus yeah. on. So obviously, we want to support our veterans and active duty. So we're going to probably roll in some some military ones in in the future and and, and keep them coming because I know our listener base kind of has the same mindset as us. So um, and then maybe in a couple of weeks we can get Jason in studio. Maybe so, what a someday. thought that would be someday. If I actually get you out of Midland. Now that your foot's not broken, get you down here. Yeah, really. <laughs> Show that I actually exist. Yeah, he's he's actually not a real person. We're talking to a robot. This is actually Alexa. Hi, Alexa. <laughs> you got Alexa right here. Fucker's gonna turn on. Yeah, no shit. Alexa's They're listening now. I hear you. All right. Well, that's all I got, boys. You got any anything else to wrap up or? Talk about you got any more of your stories from from when you want to call yourself out on? Did you, did anybody? Uh, was it just us that struggled with the uh, uh, the the launching of the boats? Did anybody struggle with? That? It was just you. Just, just everybody me, else huh? went pretty smooth. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. We I did. mean, the launching is the easy part. It, the well, putting back on the well, trailer well, can be tricky. Did you notice that the loading the way that it. they had that drain off ran? It like had a big like gouge taken out of the launch. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was all jacked. That was up, pretty yeah. sick. This isn't our first time. So yeah. when we backed up, uh, their uh, I don't know, their, that, I don't know what that motion <laughs> means. Are you stirring, <laughs> are you stirring a pot or are you having a stroke? I can't tell. The, the, the strap that hooks to the damn boat. Um, that that's where that was going. <laughs> Do you not see where I'm going? Oh my god! Oh, if only there was a camera. Um, there is. It's just on Jason right now. It got jammed. uh, 
and, and it so like we didn't actually launch out and we couldn't figure out why so like i could see everybody was like trying to not make it obvious that they were watching us backing into the water but they're like what the hell are they doing because like the boat would not come off the trailer and we're like what the hell's going on we had it open but it it was jammed and it wouldn't come out i had to like freaking lift the boat and push off the trailer so that that was like you're not allowed to launch next year unless i'm there to video it no. I, I thought you were going a different direction. I thought you were going to like, I I you were go the, the noble route and go, I'll be there to help you. But no, just no, film. no, no. Okay, I, I just want to film it. You guys I just need content for the for the Terrible Outdoorsman brand, you guys are the great. mascot. So what do you got? I got nothing, man. Everything's good. Good. It's been a, been a long weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> going to have a long work week. Got the Memorial Day coming up. When are and, you guys, and a busy, busy summer coming up. So, when are you guys taking me musky fishing? Nah. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys talked a big game at Mark's house when I put that on record. We were drunk then, so. You guys are drunk now. I'm not drunk. Well, Bobby is. Bobby, when are you taking me fishing? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go right now, bro. <laughs> I don't even uh, care. Oh, well, you just got to clear your schedule when we're going. Next Friday, we're going to Thornapple. Yeah, I'm going up north uh, we next weekend. Don't see, see, tired. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll take Jesus. it. Um, okay. So when we were talking about doing the podcast on uh, up at Winya, it was Saturday and it had already rained and everything. We were all back. I come up to Ryan. I was like, "Are we shooting the podcast today?" And he's like, "Well, we were going to, but and then then we look over to you. You've got to be like maybe." 10, 15 yards away, and he goes, Bobby's already halfway in the bag, and I see you talking to somebody, and you're, like, swaying as you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I so it. I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. Nobody's going to listen to that That's how shit. I do it. No it's, but people, well, it's, my mom told me she would have actually preferred day, to listen to it that way. So I think some people would. Yeah. Um, I, I'd enjoy editing it, I think. <laughs> I don't think the acoustics were, would be good in, up there. Well, oh, we we up meant there well. Would have been tough, yeah, yeah. We should do like an outside podcast one day. That'd be tough with all the birds chirping and shit. We were gonna do this in his camper just for the heck of it. And I yeah, was we were like, gonna uh, do it just in the camper <laughs> in the driveway. <laughs> yeah, yeah in the driveway. In my, we were gonna do it in the camper in my driveway yeah. just to say we did it in the camper. We're glamping today. Oh, yeah. I don't know if why that would have been good, but all right, Jason, what do you got? Well, now that you're uh, back from your hiatus, thought yeah, you were switching brands or something. It's good to see you. Maybe, maybe you're I on was going to try to start podcast. my own podcast called The Awesome Outdoorsman. Yeah. Oh. Well, I no, mean, that would make sense. Let me know if you're hiring. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean well, you, don't yeah. re- you don't really. <laughs> I need a ma- Jason, I need a I've been meaning <laughs> to talk to you. Like, you don't really fit our brand, okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I same brand. level. I fit your brand. I didn't load my gun turkey hunting one time. Yeah. I broke down my truck and boat trailer at the same time. No, there's plenty, plenty yeah, of terrible that's, stories. That's true. You're just a terrible outdoorsman, but you're a little bit more successful when it comes to you fishing guys, and hunting. You guys told me the only reason I was here was to counteract him. Exactly. Yeah. you got to balance <laughs> it. Like, yeah, something yeah. to balance it out. you got to balance it. Yep. Yep. It's uh, like life so, is about balance. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So coming up this weekend, Memorial will be definitely fishing at the cabin finally i finally will get to make a cast um i shouldn't jinx myself i was but... gonna say you're gonna like break your arm or something oh, and you won't geez. be able to cast knock on wood somebody yeah so Jeez. 
we'll be doing those trailer bearings and stuff. Do you have a boat uh, up on then, on the lake right now? Um, not yet. We'll end up putting the dock in this oh, coming okay. weekend, and we'll get the fishing boat out there and stuff. You got and a busy weekend. Busy weekend. Busy weekend. Still, this is my last chance to get one of those damn turkeys too. Oh yeah. So I'll probably, oh yeah. You know, we didn't talk about the, your your brother. Oh yeah. Just a quick plug. It would have been yeah last weekend. He was hunting with my uncle, and they actually shot birds the same day. Not a not a true double, like you're sitting together and shot them, but they were hunting in this big field on opposite corners, and birds came out in front of Jake, and he shot one, and then they spooked off a bit, and then just sort of, they just slowly fed their way down to the other end of the field where my uncle was sitting, and he shot one too, so. Nice. Um, yeah, he got a bird, and See, I you, think you he'll leave be able to fish. You don't hunt with your brother, and he's successful, so you do fit the brand. Uh, yeah, like the first day that he didn't hunt with me, and he shot one. There so, you go. Nice. Um, but yeah, and then like you said, looking forward to uh, the, the clay pigeon event there, the breast cancer event, and that deal over at Bald Mountain. Hopefully, the gun doesn't fall apart. And fishing with you guys, definitely want to put that on the calendar. Yeah. So it'll be a fun weekend for sure. Yep. Cool. Definitely. All right. Any other comments, boys? Mascot, you got anything? Not without yelling snort, because I see it. Yeah, that was, that was the same. <laughs> Kept looking Wait, at it. Before what we is ra- Jason drinking? Before we wrap up. What are you, you snorting over You got there? a cold pop, don't I you? I actually, so it's it's a little bit out of the ordinary. Normally I'm bush light, but I have banana bread beer. What? What? Wait a minute. Yep. Right. You, you, don't it's fit, called you don't fit the brand. Eagle Brewery Banana Where, Bread Beer. Where's that at? It's probably delicious, though. It probably is. Product of the U.K., Oh, oh traitor. Weird. That's a weird one. Traitor. Oh, I was Imported like, by St. Killian. Pretty sure hmm. that the UK are allies. Still traitor for not drinking <laughs> American beer. I think all of our shit isn't uh, even Anheuser-Busch. Aren't they owned by someone in Ireland or something? No, I don't think so. I think they got bought out by somebody over the there. Ever. The Swedes or something. No, definitely American. I'm, t- I'm going to Google it. I don't think, they're, <laughs> I don't think Anheuser-Busch is American anymore. Same as course. No, that was wasn't Paps Blue Born out of the Rockies. by Russia. Born out of the Rockies. So. Fucking Ruskies. Yeah. All right. Snark! Snark! You can't yell into the mic. Snark. I like uh, <laughs> I like how that sounds so similar to an air horn going off. Man. My favorite Jesus. part of Winya was getting to yell it when other boats were coming by. Oh, like, Jackson dude, loved that yelling was it. So great. And uh, uh, you guys got to post that video I sent you of uh, Greg and Denny doing their very first snort. Mm. So I'll, I'll send that to you guys. Yeah, that was wholesome. Jackson would yell at any boat that came by with how many fish we caught. I'm like, <laughs> he, he, I'm was like just, he had them in the bank. It's, I'm like, dude, it's, it's pretty much all I heard. I'm like, like dude, like we, we'd be rolling up to the dock at the end of the night. Fish, He's like, my dad caught a 26 inch pike. <laughs> I'm like, buddy, stop! It's like eight o'clock at night. Lord, he had fun. But it all was right, good to see him have fun. Yeah. Next generation, I yeah. believe Lynn is bringing up her kid. Um, next, if she's yeah, listening, next year will be cool. Next year will be cool. I think they talk, They back. finally are harassing her enough to bring up her son Logan, which is the same age as Jackson. So nice. that'd be fun to have a, a, hey, let me put a younger plug generation. In. Let me put a plug in. 
So Jackson. It looks like you need to put a plug in. It's pretty dark in there. Jesus. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck is going on there? Why did it get so dark in there? Did you, have a you, lose, you, know, did you lose power? You know what we were talking earlier? That's my fiance shutting her down. Yeah, yeah. she hit the breaker. Lights out. Just You're lights running out. off I gotta, battery. I got I to light a candle so I can see this. <laughs> Jesus. So shut it so, down. You've been, on the, you've been on this too long. Youth anglers, 16 and under, they can buy a voluntary fishing license for two bucks. So. Why? Jackson oh. can have his own fishing license oh, okay. for two bucks. You don't need one, but it's just like. To get him a fishing license. Deal. That's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to so have to get I would, him one. I would probably do that. I mean, I'm sure it's just a donation, right? To the to it is. The DNR. It's essentially just a, a donation. Yeah, but it's kind of cool. You can have his own little fishing license. I'm gonna that, do that. That's kind of cool. I'm gonna do that. So. Isabel, Isabel bought her first fishing license this year. She that's turned just, 17, and yeah, bought her. That's first just when fishing you know you're, She was kind of excited about it. Yeah, it's in the boat. That's when you know you're old as fuck when your kid yeah. starts buying fishing and hunting licenses. Uh, ODB, old dirty bastard. ODB, hey. Can you find that music? I will try to. I will try to. At the, at the wedding I was at, there was a guy that had a nice mullet going. They're, and they're I coming back, buddy, man. I leaned over to my buddy and called him Joe Dirt. And so the whole night, we were just looking at each other going, Joe Dierte. <laughs> hey, don't, don't church it up, Dirt. Don't church it up, Dirt. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been fun, guys. Thanks for getting on. All right. We'll see you all uh, in the next podcast. Jason, we'll see you in a couple weeks. We'll talk to you probably sometime this week. Yes, Um, sir. As always, thank you for for listening. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to all of our social media accounts, TikTok, Instagram, um, YouTube. Um, Yeah, been fun. Thanks, boys. As always, get outdoors. Don't be terrible. (laughs) 